So the point I was trying to make earlier was that I can't wait until... Are we uh, we podcasting? Yes. I I can't wait until... um, I kind of can't wait until children from our generation, people who, like, people were, like, stupid enough to have children, I can't wait until their children get to a point where they're, like, teenage, close to adult, and they hear their parents saying ridiculously stupid shit that makes no sense. Oh, you're waiting. Okay, I was, yeah. I was like, where are we going with this? Are we like starts, starting off as like a chat, like old children existing as bad rant again? And I'm oh like, no! Oh, you're going. You're just waiting for like the internet to be so old that it becomes a record of how shitty your your parents were when they were <laughs> yeah. young. Because like, like you can find their like MySpace archive yeah. of them being just shitheads well, and idiots and into like. My Chemical Romance and being seen kids and, like, all these things that you don't imagine your, like, 50-year-old parents yeah. to be like because they're I'm, boring and irritating and, and, and that's just tell you is, what not to do. And, like, especially now, like, if I talk to my grandparents, my, my grandparents would say something like, my, or my grandfather would be like, I really liked the Old West movies in the day. And oh he would, like, God. quote Old West movies. But imagine, like, our generation would be like, yeah, remember that Smash Mouth song from Shrek? Somebody once asked... <laughs> And you, if you if you started, I'm singing, just imagining all of the really emo poetry about how hard life is being a 13 year old who sometimes doesn't get exactly what they want and like all that shit, and then like that just in being left immortal on the internet. <laughs> like you find your your parents like 50 years forgotten live journal page and just has all these like I, embarrassing thoughts that they never thought would be never thought about it being public, even though it was always public. That's like the only thing. That's like the only record. I like the only hope I have is that one day Live Journal will just cease to exist. <laughs> but for now, like I still have my Live Journals just like super locked down mm-hmm. to the point where you can't search it, can't find it, can't read it. Both, um, both of our DeviantArts are still up though, aren't they? Not mine. I did you, I did did you take yours down? Yeah, I took mine down and remade took, a new one. You took down the one with all of your like Shen yes. comics, where you were doing the Shen comic yeah. things, where you, you literally had a bunch of characters that represented the different emotions in your life, yep. and they were they would argue and fight and shit like that. In fairness, <laughs> I didn't know about Shen, so I didn't. <laughs> I don't realize. know if he existed at the time. I don't think he did. To be sure, but uh, no, I deleted that. Um, well, I de- there's also that guy that has like. Your brain and your stomach, like he, his organs are all alive in the comic. Yeah, like, there's just a lot of people. The guy who's that. not Shen, but yeah, people he, keep thinking yeah, he Andrew is had Shen. a whole history of that of that shit. I did. Uh, I also st- tried to start a web comic once. Did you? Yes. You can find. You can see weird, almost like proto cyanide and happiness slash, but like higher. It was like higher detailed than cyanide and happiness, but still like some sort of attempt at like modular design where I could do it almost copy paste and move things around instead of having to redraw everything okay. because i'm not that kind of artist yeah so I, was like, I can make all the components and then move them around like duralius and associates essentially for the comics deficient and i had i had care i had drawings of like three different character uh, people in my life including me and uh i think i used that shitty cowboy bleeding cowboy font for the names or something like it's really <laughs> like it's like that's why i'm so f- like aware of that shit it's all still up there my uh sub spot is still up yeah uh my DeviantArt is still up. I've I haven't updated in years. I literally haven't updated since I started Let's Playing. I because that was that same that was the same summer where I was doing the GYST project where I was like I'm going to exercise every day and learn guitar and do digital art every day. So yeah. I, had the, I had those YouTube videos of me doing really shittily playing guitar just as an attempt to like just stick to it as like I was like filming it. Yeah, and I was exercising and I was uh, doing like more digital art. Just to, and that was like they're all like they all have really dumb names of like GYST and then some like numbers just because it was just like just going basically. Yeah. 
Uh, but uh, that was actually when I recorded my first Let's Play ever was... It wasn't with you. I'm sorry. No, uh, that was with your brother, right? Yeah, it was trying. Yeah. That trying video, I was like, I don't know, my brother was over and we played trying for a bit. And I just put it at the end of one of the GYST videos after me playing some shitty Pixie song, probably, or something. It suddenly cuts to like funny trying stuff of, of just trolling each other in, in trying. And uh, it was such a shit show because I had face cam, but the face cam was like the my Xbox camera. No, the face cam was my physical camera I had oh. at the time that I used for all the photography on that on my DeviantArt actually. Oh no! And I was filming with it, and the batteries went dead midway through, just out of nowhere, and it just stops, and then like the face cam just disappears midway through the video because <laughs> the, there was no more face cam to use. Yeah, that was like a good three or four months before we first recorded uh, Kane the Kunoichi. Our first let's play. Our first let's play. Our first let's play. It's still up there. Yeah, but it didn't go up first. No. Because we did Protect Me Night went up first. Yeah. And those were all out of sync. But it doesn't matter. It's still <laughs> all up there. You can see the first video we ever recorded together. You, yeah. We, we, it's yeah. still up there. There's still there's entire chunks of our history that are missing, but I'm like I'm, I'm happy the first ones are there at the very least. The Xbox Live indie games will never go away. Those no. are like the best things. I like having the whole history of youtube i like i like when youtubers history is just all there yeah in its entirety i am i am like a very like very strong revisionist i will go back i know that i will destroy <laughs> i know that from the hundreds <laughs> of videos you deleted it wasn't hundreds jesus it was like six months no it wasn't I'll always six remember because i was doing the you're acting like they were a I, lot I was of doing them. the 2012 highlights video and I remember, like, I was just going, I was just re-downloading every single video we made in 2012 and just watched as, like, the dates suddenly skipped forward, like, three months or something. Yeah, but you, you have know, to remember like, that there are two <gasps> factors there. One, we, uh, every video was cut up into ten minutes. Yes. So. Oh, it was not large quantities of video. No. Now. No, it wasn't large quantities but it was daily videos. videos, at least. Well, yeah, but. then. But you're acting like I deleted, like, hundreds of 30-minute videos. No, why it was would, like. Why would anyone ever be sore over this? <laughs> it doesn't matter. The point is, is that, like, I've gone through, I've spent so People much time. People just be like, hey, I heard you did a Catherine playthrough once. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, okay, first of all, I didn't delete it. I didn't delete it while we were in the middle of doing Catherine. We gave up on Catherine. No, you deleted it when we were in the middle of Dead Space and Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah, but we had given up on Catherine. You were borrowing it from Carissa. You didn't even own the game. And you'd already given it back. I, I think I own it now, but now I'm afraid of playing it because atlas is evil yeah but the point is is that we you like i delete those videos because we'd given up on the series and I, it was going to be a dead end i think i have plenty of room to be sour about lollipop chainsaw that's fine because we literally finished it i never argued with you, you on were that. like you uploaded three episodes then deleted the entire archive i've never <laughs> i was like why did I've you never once argued that deleting uh, lollipop chainsaw was a good idea but you didn't think this was where this was going when we were talking about people being embarrassed by their parents? No, but <laughs> the uh, but the point is, is that like I've spent a lot of time, a lot of time erasing my history from the internet. I know there I've I've got live journals is an archived secret. Oh, no it's one will ever see. It is, like I until the, until you get one thousand on Patreon. <laughs> no, launch the tier, launch the tier, launch the no. tier, launch the tier. I will not. I will. I <laughs> can. Would, I cannot. I would die if anybody would, read. You that. wouldn't even read your live journal to the internet, even if it changed your life. I, like financially if, if okay <laughs> if you got me to like philip defranco levels of patreon <laughs> like sure i'll read that shit but like no way that stuff is fucking awful it's even more embarrassing than my story about uh the unlucky number seven uh yes. seven, seven or whatever yes that shit is just an ex like just it basically was a time when i didn't think like because in my head i was like nobody reads the shit on the internet 
Hmm. Like no one knows me. No one will ever know me. No one will ever read shit that I wrote on the internet. I'll never make friends. No one will like me. I'll just write shit on the internet. It'll be fine. That was a fucking mistake because I didn't have any filter. I just wrote exactly how I felt. Awful. It was a mis- just god awful. I've and never been a diary person. I am. Like I've never I have written tons one. Of them. I've never. I've never been on an online one. Like I pretty much have always used social media as a way of sharing links, basically. Yeah. And uh, like my most embarrassing word stuff in the past is like finding old reviews on like Rotten Tomatoes that I made like 12 years ago. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, this site's been around for so long that like a different version of me wrote reviews of <laughs> yeah. some of these movies. And it's like, here's my review of why Advent Children's the best movie ever made. <laughs> and shit like that. And I'm just like, oh, boy. Oh, Keith. Oh, baby Keith. <laughs> That's just outdated opinion stuff. I also have thousands of messages on forums just... You just find my username on some of those places. You can just find just thousands of dumb the, messages and arguments yes. of me being much younger and stupid. The only I'll give you I'll give a kernel of I can remember uh, several arguments where I was clearly wrong. Wow. And just being weird and I don't know why I even was taking the stance I was doing. I, I can give you a kernel of uh of hope is that like I I have a form account that I cannot get rid of. It will not let me delete it. Does it um, use one of your names that's recognizable? And I did use one of my names as recognizable. Well, because I... Okay. <laughs> to preface this, like, the, the username that I use, which is thankfully not anywhere, um, except... Yeah, it's not really anywhere, because even on Discord, it's not there, because you cha- uh, my nickname is just that Andrew. So it's not even my username on... Uh, is it Knackle? Instead of Knackle? Yeah. Because that shows up a lot. But I'm saying it doesn't like if you go to my YouTube page, you're not going to see Nackelson and Knackle. Like it's not. You'll find it hidden away. Yeah. On old videos. Oh yeah. Where but, it used to be your go-to call sign yeah. everywhere until you became you you became the the sole proprietor <laughs> of the sad games. Well, because I I, I learned I, I spent one day where I said okay I'm just going to Google Nackelson and Knackle because no one has that using it. Oh yeah, they don't. Because it's just me, and there's a lot of results, and I was like, "Oh no, I've been on the internet too long. I need to delete these." And I had to, like go through. when I want to Google myself, I've got to like, okay, Sebastian SB doesn't work because a ton of people that yes. speak Spanish. Excuse me. What was that? Well, I heard like a ding ding, and then a, a fire alarm sound. That was weird. Was that like your nest freaking yeah, out? Yeah, like, that was my. Do you want to check what it means? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Are we on fire? No. Is there a tornado warning? <laughs> no. If that, it was going to do... A, that was a thought destroyer. <laughs> I'm literally like, what was I talking about? The room yelled at me. <laughs> I've it's never right. heard it's, that before. It's better than when it, like, when it does its... Uh, when that thing does its self-test, it's, it's real fucking ominous. Because it, it's like a voice comes over the speaker and it goes like, This alarm is going to go off. The alarm is very loud. Please leave the room. And it starts doing the alarm. And, like I, I woke up in the It just does that? <laughs> when? Uh it 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 happens. I think I told it to do it once a month, like in the middle of the month, on like some random Wednesday. But uh it happened like one time in the middle of the night, and I just wasn't ready for it. Cause I was sitting in the, I imagine. Because I, I was sitting in my <laughs> I imagine yeah. you would be ready for a surprise alarm <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the night. Cause, Cause I was sitting in my office and I was do I, I forget what I, I was like recording something and I hear like the alarm is going to go off. And I was like, who, who, who's saying that? And I was like, what's going on? And I was like, Brah! And I was like, what is happening? It's like, my house is screaming at me. 
then I like went on my Nest app and I was like, we did our weekly or our monthly checkup and it's fine. I was like, don't do that again. Like, that's not okay. Like, it scares, it scared the shit out of me. Oh, was your phone beeping at us? No, it was the actual fire alarm. I heard the beep beep, but I also heard bedoing like from that direction. No, that was the. You should check to see if the phone's still recording. It is. And it didn't like interrupt. No. Because we've had a failed recording the one time. And it makes me worried. No, it's still fine. It's still fine? Okay. That does remind me of the time where I had an alarm mishap at my mom's house and the cops arrived. Oh, yeah. The... Did I ever tell that on the podcast? Uh, No, I don't, I don't think, think you ever I did. did. I told you, didn't I? Yes, I you told me. Yeah, that was an adventure. Uh, so I take care of my mom's pets when they go on vacation sometimes. Like, just go by... Yeah, our pets them, take vacations. Play with them a little <laughs> bit. Uh, but basically just... I. Get to deal with their shit and their food. Yeah, basically and, you feed them and make and sure they're water, not dead. And water some plants and try to remember which ones are real. <laughs> which is, I've definitely watered fake plants a few times. I'm <laughs> like, wait a minute. You got me right there. Uh, the plant's just like... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the leaves are all coming out just like... Uh. <laughs> gotcha, Keith. I guess there's no consequence for watering a fake plant. It'll just dry out eventually. <laughs> no, I guess, there is consequence. I guess now there's, there's water inside of the pot, and that could get gross. Yeah, I guess the issue is that the the soil might mold if it's just yeah. wet, but it probably dries out eventually or whatever. Uh, but yeah, like I, I'll deal with them. I, they'll always be like, "Remember to play with them." Like I really want them to be socialized. I'm like, it's there are two cats and a strange person's walking in a house. They're going to be invisible. <laughs> I literally don't know they're alive until for a while, and I have to wait until I can confirm they both are physically in the house before I leave. Because I just want to make sure they're, you know, yeah. there. But, like, that's, like, play with them? The fuck? They literally won't even take treats from me. <laughs> they're, like, they, they they find weird dark corners and disappear immediately. That's, that's also the worst part about cats, is that yeah. when they die, they go and hide to die. Oh. Because they, no. they don't want their owner to find them. Because they don't want to, like, upset their... I had to take care own. of their dying cat for a while there. For several of the times I was taking care of their pets, they had a dying cat, and it was it was having a kidney failure. Oh. And so I had to give it fluids. What? Yeah. Like... Yeah, yeah a needle. Oh. Like, it, I'd, I'd, like, strap it into, like, a little, tiny cat hospital bed, kind of. <laughs> and I would jam a needle in his back and be holding this bag over my head so that gravity takes the fluids Ooh. into the into the cat's back you're giving the cat a saline bag yes what yes i have experience giving an actual animal saline this is a thing i've done before and then you like swap out the needles and you have to use a new needle every time and all veterinarian keith on yeah. the call it's fucking scary it's a big ass needle yeah it's a really uncomfortable moment that just due to this cat that's and you have to like you. put it also back. i had to fucking catch the cat which yeah. really helps the bedside manner of them being totally into being like trapped by you yeah this cat's terrified of me and running away and i'm like i I cannot go any slower. I just and, want you to live. I'm moving so slow and being so calm. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be threatening in any way. But the cat's I have not to stupid. catch you. Like, like, I have... Like, the, there's... And there's some real moments of, like, jamming a broom, un, broom under a bed. To, like, get the fuck out of there. Get, get out. <laughs> I can't reach you down there. I need poor to cat. Try to flush it out the other side and then l closing various doors around the house until they can't go in any more rooms. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I, I don't think a lot of people agree, but, like, that's that's... Just cut it. 
just that's one of the arguments is that is just, that you is, gotta is that what, at what point are you keeping an animal alive through in a form of like suffering or not yeah but at the same time we as humans can start like breaking down and we want to stick a fuck around and we're like yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll deal with all these different things that i didn't think i'd you're, deal with when i was younger yeah like, like you're that. willing to shell out so much money to keep an animal alive and that animal mm-hmm. may just be like can i just die that's always the question is i and i had to face that once with my with with angel yeah because like i could not you could not tell if the dog was suffering if the yeah spoiler alert dogs don't suffer (laughs) um no I'm, i'm serious dogs their entire existence is to be with you through pain through suffering they want to be with you and to take them away from you is suffering to them so like to kill a dog that's like the ultimate suffering for them they don't care like they're they could be like broken limbs and shit. But as long as you're sitting there petting them, they are content and happy. They want to be with you, serving you for dogs. We do not even, deserve dogs. But even then, it's still just a narrative because we still can't tell. Well, OK, but <laughs> it's well, like, but I'm not, hard, I'm not arguing that you shouldn't kill the dog. If the dog is suffer, you know, like the dog is realistically like kidney failure, cancer, so whatever. You have to case, kill it. You, you, I think you saw Angel's condition, right? Yeah. We're like. Her nose was like going away. Yes, so, like she was evaporating as yeah, a, as a it was, being. <laughs> like, it was a really, it was really. A, she was a, turning just, into like uh, what's this? Because like, she, uh, she was like, she turned into Voldemort. She basically, like, <laughs> it was like a twelve-year-old yellow lab. I want to say, like she was, she was old. She was getting up there, but not up there, up there. No, but she was old she enough was, that like you could tell that she had white hair and gold hair. Yeah, which like, is hard to tell. Yeah, on a almost white dog to begin with. Yeah, but so close to it already. But uh, she had an autoimmune disease, and it was, like, attacking her nose and, like, her eyelids or something. Mostly her nose. Yeah. But sometimes you would see, like, almost, like, a little scabbing, like, right here a little. But it was mostly yeah. just, like, her nose was a weird, like, scab mess. Yes. And it just would be that. And, like, we'd be, like, hiding medication in her food and all that stuff, which was very easy. To f- it was very easy to feed her. Uh, and it was very... She was just an easy dog <laughs> in every way. Yeah. She's very cooperative and unlike shadow i could explain her behavior all the time yeah she's like she generally was like okay she wants to play sometimes and also likes to eat and shit and sleep and it, uh, she is just and dog. she would just go on whims like she would wander away and go and dig holes and do whatever the fuck yeah and she just did normal she dog was shit. An independent strong independent dog <laughs> <laughs> she didn't need no owner uh and uh yeah, one day she started having this a problem, and it like got gradually worse over the course of probably like a year. And she so she showed no she showed no signs of being in pain, like no aside suffering, from the yeah. visible thing of like that's that looks like it hurts. Yeah, and like, it was such a horrible question of like I can't tell if you literally you just asking the same question every day of like I can't tell if this yeah what that feels like or what state that's in i'm just you just give them the medication and you just keep going until one day she just started sneezing blood in every room of the house until there was just puddles of blood throughout the entire house everywhere like somebody was murdered and then she was like taken off and she was uh and she was put to sleep that night i literally was like i had the weirdest day of like mopping up blood and then going to like a dinner with friends because there was a, a dinner we had planned that day yeah and and my parents were like and we're like we're gonna take care of it, see figure out what to do with the dog and stuff and then i just get the, i get i get the message midway through the dinner that the, my, the what? this dog that i've known since i was like 11 is dead Are and you i'm like serious? oh shit i didn't even know i wouldn't even know we were at that stage <laughs> like i don't know what happened i think something just broke 
Yeah. I mean, like, it just, it came to a head. Like, it's... Like, it's Basically, the, because the problem is that scabbing is... It's like is, a nosebleed, where, like, something just yeah. finally ruptured somewhere, and she was just bleeding. And she and wouldn't she stop. Was, and she was concerned, but I can't tell yeah. what state... Like, is it is this pain sounds, or is this, like, concerned, confused, worry sounds? Because yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of things to make sounds about Dogs, in that scene, yeah. when our, our room becomes silent... Our house became Silent Hill for a day. <laughs> And and then the dogs that's that's it. The yeah. dogs like that was my my one sit through a full life cycle of a dog experience. I think And I kind of not in a hurry to start over. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my... although I do have two more dead dog stories. Jesus. I I only have one. <laughs> that's it. Oh no, I have two technically, but uh, Yeah. But one was one I have as a what like grew up with and then came and then had to put down the other was like it just died um but the one i put, I, I had one i had one where it was the end of life cycle story but it wasn't yeah. my dog and and it wasn't in my life till the end oh okay. and then i had one that just it just died yeah like it was just like oh one day the dog died <laughs> i was there so it wasn't great but like oh <laughs> yeah for when uh, for me when my dog died it was like uh in my the town i lived in before i moved here uh, we had a big old black lab, and uh, it was a thunderstorm one night. Fence fell over, um, and she ran like ran out because uh, she got scared, and we didn't have like a dog door, so she just mm. ran out because uh, it was like middle of the night, so no one was up to let her back in. Um, and so she just ran, and then she ended up getting all the way to uh, the freeway, and then she got hit by a car. Fuck. Yeah. Um, freeway I mean, is far away. No, it's what? not. The freeway wasn't that far from where I lived. Oh, because I lived. Uh, my old house was in Pinole, so you know. Oh, you're talking about a different town. Yeah, different mind. town. I'm like, I'm not, like, not I, I have a vague idea of where your old house was here, and it's even further from the freeway. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was. It's uh, a trip to get to the freeway. That house is where I put down my uh, my dog. Well, not, this just became the Dead Dog Stories podcast. Well, that, I guess I guess I'll remember that name <laughs> later when I'm naming it. I mean, that story isn't as sad because it was just I I got a dog for Christmas. Uh, like in the first town I lived in, we end up like moving here and like 13 14 years later we eventually like the dog was basically blind deaf and had uh like severe arthritis cocker spaniels are like literally the shittiest breed ever i do find myself just believing that one narrative sometimes where like people just like parents just get their kids dogs to teach them about death yeah in like a confined time like look it's young now it's not young now it's dying (laughs) now it's dead I mean, it'd probably oh, be... Oh, then, like, your adolescence. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just... Well, I was... What? I When I put that dog down, I was out of high school already. I was 20-something. Yeah, no, like, they um, they live longer sometimes. Yeah, well, and so... Because we, we got our dogs when we were already in our, like, teens or yeah, whatever. Like, that's when I got Like, mine. Angel went out probably the same year I started doing solo videos. Wow. Like, I think it was 2013 or 2012. Okay. Something like that. That's not bad. And she, we had her since 2001. Damn. I think had our dog since 1998, and he died in 2010. Basically um, the same time frame. Yeah, basically the same time frame. Uh, for ours, it was very simple. It was just blind, deaf, arthritis, couldn't move, basically couldn't climb the stairs to go to bed every night, uh, and couldn't walk. Yeah, I've never gone there with a dog, yeah. where it's like you reach a point where it's like they're just they're slowly ceasing to function but, over time. But the dog, the hard part was for me, the reason it took so long, because I felt bad about it, but it was like, the dog's not in 
pain. Like the arthritis was fine. We just gave it pain medication, and it's not like it it struggled. That's to actually walk. one of the cats here is they get yeah they get out arthritis medication, and suddenly they were lively. Yeah, they're fine. And so the dog was fine. He just couldn't see or hear, which didn't affect his quality of life. I mean, he didn't in the in the sense of like. As long as we were around him, he was fine. He didn't care as long as he wasn't he left kind alone. kind of see or hear, or he's literally yeah. none? Because I was like, uh, if you literally can't see or hear at all, then it's like, what is your life? Basically, I would... I, I try, that's one of the... That's the scariest idea. Yeah. Is when you literally can't see or hear, like, what is your way of experiencing life? The world, yeah. It's just touch and taste and smell, I guess. I don't and that's really hard to comprehend. Yeah, that makes the world a lot smaller. Like you I can comprehend losing one of those. <laughs> where it's like, wow, that's that sure changes every aspect of your life, but you can still like life still has the same portal overall. Would, You're in I the same would, dimension. Yeah. You're experiencing life in the same dimension if you lose one of those things. I would rather Once they're both just, gone, it's literally like I it's literally different world. Like, I would what? rather I would rather lose taste obviously yeah you'd re- of course you'd be like yeah i'd rather lose one of those really perfunctory ones that isn't like the yeah, ones that just really, are how i experience I, all of life well i guess i could lose touch too i don't you, care about you'd, touch you'd, ra- you'd rather but, lose taste over smell yeah i'm fucking i mean but taste uh, taste affects whether or not how you enjoy food food isn't good which i affect, hate which food. affects your appetite i guess you have an eating disorder so that's yeah. that's separate i don't so give you, a shit about food Food's you get, yeah whatever. you have to deal with the shit where but, like you don't like food Food yeah, somehow. I don't. I don't like food. So smell and smells. I don't like smells either. So get rid of that too. I mean, start, smell would obviously be the easiest one to lose. Yeah, I mean, I already. Have. I'm not fond of the idea of losing touch because uh, my my stepmother hurts herself all the time because she doesn't have feeling. Oh really? She has no sensation in her hands. Yeah, her hands and feet don't have feeling. So she she just like yeah. she just breaks shit all the time. Yeah. And it's like, that's, I'm like, I don't need that. I don't my, need that in my life. My mom had that because uh, she fucked up one time. I don't remember what she was. She was doing something fucking stupid. And she, mm-hmm. like, ended up, like, slicing her hand, like, super bad. Yeah. And she just lost all feeling in that hand. Just like, forever? Forever. Jesus. And she was like, oh, it's fine. It just feels tingly. And I was like, well, tingly. no, you just can't feel anything. She's like, well, sometimes I, you know, like, sometimes I'll accidentally stab myself with something. I don't realize it. Like, she'll, like, a thumbtack will, like, stab into her hand and she won't realize it at work. And then she like she'll she, someone will point it out to her and be like, hey, uh, hey there's a there's puddle a, of blood on your workstation. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. And like, we'll take it out. And it's not no pain. And I was like, that's it's not human. Don't do that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, that actually loops into my previous story about like how I managed to just get through college via p- dumb luck. Yeah. Like that's the dis- dis- disabled veteran part is she was a pilot and then can can't you, fly. Can because, you not fly because you don't have? No. They will not let you fly in the military if you can't feel your hands. That definitely ranks. I feel like that's not so really important. So she's a flight instructor now. Huh. Like it's the, kind of important. Well, the feet thing I get, because the feet, you need to be able to feel yourself pushing on pedals. But I don't feel like a plane, like, you can... I, I mean, we're talking about the military you can that see turned your people hands. away from being flat-footed. And asthma. <laughs> you know, the thing you can just go, and be okay with? Uh... Like, I, so, I mean, with how many hey, people? Hey, do- dog, reminding me to go back to dead dog stories. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, but yeah, for for us it was for my dead dog it was really easy. It was just basically it got to a point where I, I realized, shadow. yeah, bye. He just walked uh, in and then back out. He's like, remember the dogs? 
The uh, <laughs> it's like somebody a staff comes in to direct the conversation in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for us, it was basically we just uh, I I came because it was my dog, so I came to the decision. I was like, okay, well, he's thirteen. He can't. He basically can't see. He basically can't hear. It's he struggles to move. He's not really living. He's kind of on like in the worst autopilot loop where he just he gets up, sits, and then doesn't do anything the rest of the day, and then just eats he'll like sometimes he'll eat some food but then just stays in the same spot and then goes to bed and he like literally isn't living anymore he's just kind of like a set piece uh, it's terrifying and so and so i <laughs> just can't really terrifying to think about <laughs> yeah and so i was just like every day is exactly yeah. the same <laughs> and and so it got to the point where i was like i think it's just more reasonable to kill you like there's no reason to keep you had a real life seymour <laughs> oh my god oh my god <laughs> you had the real life version of the end credits of that seymour episode yeah. oh my god so we've just put it's funny because now you have a real life seymour unfortunately because your dog just looks like seymour but black yeah and so it was it, it sucked but like the only thing that I, I hated was that my family was there when we put the dog down i didn't want them there um, Why'd you not want them? Because there? they're fucking shitty people. And <clears throat> like your extended family showed up? No. Or the family uh, that my, lived with the dog? Yeah, my family lived with the dog. Because um, they're... Okay, here's my thing. is like When you're putting a dog down, you need to be... There's a certain way you go about it, which is you need to be very emotionless and calm. You need to like look at the dog and be like, hey, buddy, how's it going? It's just a regular vet routine. You don't want to freak the dog out because the dog doesn't know it's dying and you're the only one who knows that. So if you get emotional, the dog's like, oh, my God, what's happening? Why are they crying? They're all upset. This is really freaking me out. You don't want your dog to die in panic. What the fuck? What kind of person wants to like wants their pet to die freaking out? So I don't want that. I, I, so I was fine. I sat there very cold, emotionless. and was like, it's all right, buddy. Everything's good. My family's over in the corner like, oh, God, he's dying. I was like, get the fuck away from here. Like, I don't want you scaring. I mean, he can't hear you, thankfully, so he's not. A, a reacting but shut the fuck up like i'm trying to i'm trying to have a moment with my dog and all i hear is like the choir crying in the background and i don't need this weird movie moment like it sounds like it sounds like you're watching marley and me in the theater and you're trying to just enjoy the movie and everybody else in the audience is like Aah! and you're like this podcast is the strangest tone it's, it's <laughs> at the moment this one was different because it was the opposite effect where i had to like deal with the dog being upset with its owner dying so I had to like do the opposite. I was like, no, 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 shut up. Like, you can't be upset because it's upsetting the person who's dying. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> Which is fine because I could. It got so much darker. Because I could pick up the dog. I just picked up the dog and threw him out of the room. And it's like, that's it got easy. So much darker. I can't pick up my stepfather and throw him out of the room. <laughs> just get on out of here. <laughs> you people are too big. But it's, yeah. I But that was the thing. After I put my dog down, I was like, I'm done. I don't want any more dogs. It's a terrible idea. They're really heartbreaking. And then here's a dog. And now I'm stuck with this one because it's like, it's, you know, what are you going to do? It's like Last of Us situation where someone goes like, please make sure the dog's okay. And you're like, I don't know. Don't give me death wishes. Fuck you. You're dying. Like, you don't get to choose that shit anymore. Because you inherited a dog. Yes, I inherited a dog. And so now I'm stuck with the fucking thing. And you love him. Well, yeah, I love the dog. I picked (laughs) him out. You love him so much. I mean, I picked him out for my mom. 
<laughs> I was the one who went there and saw him get born, and then I went and picked him out. Saw him get born literally? Yeah. Like, <laughs> literally? Because yeah. uh, it was a... <laughs> right. um, a you were there of, for a really specific time period. Well, because when you're picking out a dog, you want to, like, get the best one. Make sure it wasn't, like, tank-grown. You have to see it literally coming out. Well, no, I want to I see, like, how it, <laughs> how it get... Like, basically, I want to see the reaction. Like, I want to see, is it... Does it come out being, like, looking like shit, or does it come out, like... Basically, personality. I've literally never heard of someone claiming they saw that their dog get born. It's like it's when important. they went out to buy it. I like, went like you find out when they're coming to term. Like we're all gonna sit in the stand in the bleachers and we're all gonna watch this one this one dog give birth to its litter and then like auction. I mean, and then they auction off the young fresh out the womb. <laughs> like, like what well, is no, this fucking was, image you're no, drawing so, right now? Okay, it's okay, let me put it into preference. <laughs> so it's not this fucking Mad Max utopia you're. <laughs> Imagine. The idea was the idea was I had a friend who uh whose dog Do you think the dog would get nervous and have trouble giving birth no. cuz people are watching The dog didn't care. The uh it was basically like it's going to the bathroom. Like they can't do it with all the eyes. They're on. just stuck in there now like they can't come out cuz they won't go. You could have to hold it. Uh, cuz the idea was my friend was ha- my friend was uh, had a dog uh, was going to have puppies and so I said, "Okay, well my mom wants one. It's the same breed that my mom birth, wants." like shockingly easier for like all the other animals that aren't humans and <laughs> we just we're just the ones that are fucked up. yes everyone else is like that, oh, the baby's just out now that dog, the dog basically sat there and was like <clears throat> we're like humans it's like a death screaming and like yelling yeah. where you scream for 14 hours and maybe rupture something that kills you that's <laughs> because humans aren't supposed to give birth it's 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 an it's actually a nightmare the entire everything's structured wrong and it doesn't fit Oh, humans are just, just like, mess. yeah, are just a fucking it, mess. It's, it's, it's like, holy shit. Well, it's because we don't have the space for it. Animals are no. built f- for that, but humans just aren't for some reason. Humans are like weirdly built to be like, the babies are not supposed to be here. Move everything up. <laughs> it's like, it's really, like, what? it's a really strange. Yeah. Oh God. The diagrams we just, we see the, the diagram of just how all your, all the organs rearrange themselves yes. around the baby being introduced it's, to the situation. It's like the most terrifying, like, this <laughs> it, isn't it supposed to like happen. It looks like alien. Yeah. It, that's like why, it's a xenomorph That's baby. why I don't like them. They, they are <laughs> parasites. They're not supposed to be there. Your body has to compensate. And yet, and yet the, the, meta, the pregnancy metaphor is like your favorite horror movie. It is, yeah. I like do love it. Alien aliens. is like your favorite thing. It's like the greatest. But, like, but that's what they look like, especially C-sections. I watched a video of that. And I was like, I couldn't. Why? Because you had to. I swear, you're, you're probably the person that watches like terrorist beheading videos. I did watch those. Yeah, of course you did. I mean, well, that was more edge lord shit though. That wasn't like educational. Uh, watching a, watching a C section is educational because you learn <laughs> like it's important to learn the different ways that birth can happen. So that way, are you one of those people that watches like cyst draining videos? No, that's gross. I don't even know how to drain a cyst. I go to a doctor for that. Ugh. Every now and then you I need fucking, to know how to give like I'll just be swiping on Imager and I know where I'm like, why is there a gif of this? No, move. I see where this is going. Like you yeah. have to reflexively escape before like horrible body explosions happen. And I'm like, why did why is this on the front page? Stop this. I mean, yeah, it's but it's yeah, it's not great. But it, the point is, is that we went there. Uh, I went there because I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get a dog. So I went to, I basically, I, I didn't go there on purpose to You're watch like, I'm going to educate myself on dogs. I'm going to see the, yeah. the, so the I whole to, thing from getting there. Yeah. End. So it was like, I basically went, you know, I went over and I was like, okay, well, when the dog, I want to see when the dogs get born. I've never seen a dog give birth. I thought that'd be an interesting thing to experience. 
It's just a, it's like an interesting thing. People, so yeah. this wasn't like some sort of bizarre coincidence. You literally made a conscious decision. Yeah. Because be I mean, for the birth of the, of the dog. I mean, look, people fucking, like they had a live stream of a giraffe giving birth. People care about animals giving oh, birth. Oh, there's those real fucked up videos of like a giraffe like giving birth, but then like a lion shows up and it sprints away and the newly, the, the, the newly born like baby that hasn't even stood up yet gets attacked by the, by the lion. And it's like, son of a bitch. Welcome that was life. like a, like, on the roguelike that is life, the, the online leaderboard, that is the bottom ranking. <laughs> like, uh, that is literally, you go to the very bottom, you get some really bizarre birth scenarios. Yeah. I go, that was, that was the hippo that gave a birth, that gave birth off a cliff. It's just, it's just a weird place to stand that moment. <laughs> I mean, notice. okay, you're acting like humans don't do that <laughs> kind the of shit. The baby just gave, the baby just went, <laughs> just was a weird meat missile. <laughs> I mean, humans are just as, like, weird, too. Yeah, but it's just less, just, it's less distressing to talk about the animal situations than the baby, short, well, life, short I mean, baby lives. Yeah, I mean. I'm trying not to go there. There's not a lot of babies getting eaten by lions right after birth. I guess that's true. But there'd be some concerning proximity. I, I imagine that if there was lions nearby, then the woman wasn't was that vulnerable. It probably wouldn't make it to the whole childbirth part. No, in that screaming period. Actually, I don't know. Maybe the lion would be put off by the screaming. Oh God, the lion might a, just like get scared. That was, of that. A, that was a plot point in a in the Quiet Place. Oh yeah, where like one of the the I heard somebody complain. It was like, why did you give birth under the waterfall? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, wait, yeah, why I mean, you? that's a good plan, but the childbirth in that movie was a surprise. Well, like the moment it happened, it oh. was a surprise. Well, it, like, yeah, because that's they how were, we... like they were marking the calendar and shit. Like they weren't literally, they were not thinking about it. They had a bunch of like plans about how to like store a baby quietly and things like that. They were like, they're yeah, they were dead in a, a box. Whole plot points that they had a. They had like a soundproofing cradle, and they had like an entire basement. They were slowly soundproofing throughout the entire pregnancy. To try Why? To work with it. Why? Yeah. Just don't. Don't. Don't they already have two fucking annoying well, they're, kids? They're trying to secure the future of humanity with a fucking monster out. Kill it that also, first. Also the, also, the opening scene kind of establishes why somebody they might want another baby. Because they. Yeah. Well, I'm not trying not to just spoil the movie out, right? Although it is the first scene. It's like spoiling Last of Us. Is like his. Oh my god! No I'm gonna, shit! I'm gonna have to edit this whole part out. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to edit that out. Like, people... You can't... Okay, if the first the first thing that happens in something is not meant to be the spoiler... That's it not can the, be a spoiler. It can be if you're a loser. The real reveal no, comes can't. later. There are things that can happen... Like I, no, I think I think it's a mistake to just act like the the thing. The sh like if if there's a shocking thing that happens at the end of a movie, that's the only thing that can be spoiled. No, and things else in the middle can be a spoiler too. Like, I think that the think beginning of a movie can be a spoiler. Is it because I thought yeah. the beginning of a movie is supposed to be the hook that entices you? Yeah, but that the thing that happens can still be a spoiler. Like the begin, like Last of Us can be a spoiler. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Was like that was that was actually a thing. Like there was a, I was on the Xbox 360 achievements.org website, and on the forums they had like, I remember they had like moderation rules of like you can't talk about this part of the game because like they wanted people to be able to just witness the the surprise. Which at this point, this is a case of a spoiler that's impossible to not know about now. What about the? Are you talking about the going into the machine thing? Yeah. Fuck you. Because that was the. Fuck you. Because that the. Is that a spoiler? Now nowadays. 12 years later, oh shit, it's, it is 12 years yeah. later now since Assassin's Creed started. Now everyone knows about the Animus and the whole time tri elements of it and the, like, 
ancestors' genetic memories premise. Look, let's not get into it. Let's. We all yeah. know about the machine. Yeah, everyone knows about <laughs> them now. But if you rewind back to when Assassin's Creed was first coming out, no one knew about the Animus. Okay. It was literally like, you're going to go play as Altair and be an assassin man. And that was the whole premise and every advertisement. And there was no hint at any point of like sinking or like the health ma- health meter being a sink meter or Desmond existing. Yeah. Or being in the future with every So like that is like a surprise reveal when you put the disc in and you're like, wait, what is this game? <laughs> like, well, but it's, it's and like that is a spoiler. To have that to have that spoiled for you, it's a spoiler that's no longer valid anymore because it's impossible to even know about that franchise without being spoiled because every single following game is about that now. Yeah, but at the but. time that what for that window when it was the only game out, that was a thing that was a surprise. When you, I don't know, it. like that's really tough to say because it just it for me it just it doesn't affect like if someone told me. Like, okay, take, for instance, uh, like, a good example would be, uh, let me try to think of one. Dead, Dead Space is a good example. You don't run in to, a, you don't run into the, uh, what are they called? Fucking the necromorphs? Necromorphs. You don't run into a necromorph for a while. Yeah, but I'd say, like, the, I would say that in a, in a, in a game or any sort of fiction that's horror that has, that unambiguously is about monsters, it's really hard to call the monster's existence but, a spoiler. But I'm saying, if you revealed the first time the, the necromorph like attacks you, you're yeah. ruining something. Yeah, like because that's the, the whole element. Yeah, but, but you like, do know the monster will be there. Yes. Whereas a different movie, for example, uh, the forest movie I've told you about before. Yeah, is a movie where whether or not there is a monster actually or not is actually a spoiler. Yes, because that is actually an ongoing question which, throughout the movie. Which would yes, Have you seen I that would, movie yet? No, it's a real neato. But but that's what I'm saying is like that would be a spoiler to say yes or no to. Yeah, but that does also doesn't happen in the beginning. So it, it I don't know. There's just like in the beginning I feel like the be, uh, it's mo- like for the first up until the first actual twist like the first plot related twist once the hook has been set that's when you can't spoil for me but like the beginning section i like so again last of us is like the the whole beginning cut scene really isn't any particularly impactful scene that you don't know in advance will happen is just generally all spoilable i guess i guess and for then, so you and you want to go in and experience the moment and be like oh shit like have that impact yeah. Admittedly, The Last of Us, in particular, for the people that are affected by that game, uh, it's continue f- to be affected by it when they see it, knowing it's going to happen. What? Like it still has the full impact. Didn't I think in the video that we did? Didn't I like guess that that was going to happen? I don't remember. I could, I think I like especially I, since I the video is like so. In particular, since it's so edited down, because I was like, well, this playthrough is not working. Yeah. <laughs> so I like turned it into like a 20 minute highlight reel. So I don't even know what we did or I, didn't make it in. I could have sworn I remember there was a point, like the moment we got in the car, where I was like, uh, I was like, oh. The Last of Us is one of the games that led to me making solo videos. Yeah. It was like The Last of Us and, uh, just and Outlast. We're like, that last is the example I normally give. Yeah. Because that was literally the one where I literally, that was the first playthrough I did was. I started playing Outlast with you. We were like, "Fuck this shit!" And then it I is. went home and then I went home and played it. And, and I'm like, "I guess I have a YouTube channel now." <laughs> <laughs> it's a garbage game. Um, but now you, it's a Outlast one is perfectly serviceable. The thing it's doing is just we were hot on the heels of having recently played a Machine for Pigs, yeah, and a variety of other first-person horror games because we, we they had an effect on you for a while there. Yes, they did. But then they just stopped working one day. 
Like I, w I was going through our old highlight reels because I've been I've been thinking of uploading them all again on my channel just to <laughs> expose them to people. Yeah, and I, I got to the baby blues parts, and it's like, oh yeah, it's like a, such a rudimentary, embarrassing game that barely even has anything that walks in it. Like, no, it's just some sound effects and some dark rooms, and you're a baby, and you were fucking. We could not. It was a work to get you to keep playing. Yeah, it was scary. There's a whole part where you saw a shadow in the corner of a room in the distance, and you just stared at the ceiling, and you just walked away from the keyboard and mouse, and <laughs> you're like, I can't. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not doing this. I'm like, like, you were so set off by the most rudimentary shit at first. Yeah. And then it just stopped working at some point. Well, because I think, like, Amnesia set it too high for me. And then Machine for Pigs then, didn't work. And then Machine for Pigs, like, set it way too low for me. Because Machine for Pigs at first was like, oh, my God, spooky. What was that thing? And yeah. Then, but then eventually you get, you get to just look down at the creatures. And it's like, am I watching Pig on Pig bullying? Like, what's happening yeah. down there? And from then on, it's just like, eh, there's a, there's a monster. It, 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 it's, it has a kill condition. And it becomes like, well, it was my experience of playing Slender the Eight Pages more than, like, three times. It's like at the first time we both were like, "Oh shit, this yeah. game!" Like, oh. But then you play it like two more times, and you're like, "All right, I, every mechanic of this game is like immediately clear to me." Yeah. And even when I die, it's just because of like the random behavior of the thing being irritating. It's, it's a like, very it's, it becomes rules. It's really problem. enlightening to when you see people like uh, when you see big YouTubers do play those games from yeah. multiple sessions, and you go like. They're faking like crazy. You're faking like crazy. They're either faking like crazy or they're weirdly deficient in some way. They have to. Yeah. It's like they'll be playing some horror game that has really specific rules to it and they'll die over and over again. And it's like you can't still be affected by that forever at some point after you put yourself through that much yeah. of it. Like uh, like Outlast. I played Outlast uh, 2. Mm -hmm. And there's all these moments that are, would, that are kind of effective at first. But and admittedly the game shits itself even on that level because it's so weirdly long and also convoluted and bizarre and has a bunch of dumb decisions but when you get to the part whenever you get to a part of outlast 2 where you start dying and you can't tell where you're supposed to go or what to do yeah then it just becomes completely ineffective and then you're just like okay i'm just how do i get around this mob like you're thinking of how you're thinking of them as like an enemy from world of warcraft now yeah and you're just trying to figure out how to get around this level like it's super meat boy because you're like i don't i'll try this now no i'm dead again i'll try this and then you're just looping yeah and it becomes a mess that's actually where something like uh traditional survival horror the benefit of something like silent hill or resident evil or even like you know, like resident evil 7 for yeah, example it's a linear or even something like uh uh alien isolation is that because they're traditional survival horror there are mechanics yeah and so once you get past the oh no i'm not super scared because i'm just trying to beat the goddamn level and i'm dying there's a game to play yes whereas in a game like outlast you're just running to places yep and there's like it's way less interesting than like oh no i can't beat this level in alien isolation and it's kicking my ass and like like well i've got noisemakers and i can craft all these different things and there's yeah. vents and there's multiple routes to the level like i can strategize and play a video game yeah as opposed to oh i ran the wrong way and didn't crouch quite in the right spot or i didn't react like there's moments where like outlast has a lot of moments where you run one way and like, oh no a thing fell over or the guy there's a guy running from that door now oh we gotta turn around and try somewhere else and like those shocking moments are really good when you guess correctly the first time yeah but if you don't guess correctly the first time it's like what what was i supposed to do and then you're just playing the same sequence seven times until you spot like a weird door you didn't see or something <sighs> yeah that's or in one case in outlast uh two 
it goes he's going between like the murder hobo american valley environment and this one school okay and in the school setting at one point the solution is to hide in a locker okay like, there's a part where you're running and i don't mean like an outlast locker because outlast one will have like just a locker yeah it'll be like here's two lockers sitting here like it's a clear like environmental interaction in this place it's a school the whole hallway is lockers and for some reason when you run down the hallway at one point you can turn left and interact with a specific locker and hide in it and then it teleports you back to the the american murder village because he's like flashing between his past and his like a weird nightmare version of his past and the place he's currently in what but like it was such an arbitrary hiding spot that I was completely baffled, and I, I is one of the is what it was one of the moments where I literally had to look up what to do in a video game, even when it was that simple of a video game, because I was like, I literally can't find it. I've died like fifteen times, and I'm just gonna edit all this shit out because it's unwatchable. I like that's the thing. That's I think the reason amnesia worked for me was because the monster was not uh predetermined yeah it would show up just like you could die by it and be like all right <laughs> i'm not getting fooled this time and you walk through that door it's not there where'd feel, it go <laughs> i feel like amnesia is a, an example i feel like amnesia the dark descent is walking dead season one yes where like those were games that had unexpected success where they were just doing what they were doing previously but slightly different yep like because yeah yeah amnesia is like penumbra three penumbra games and then amnesia and amnesia was mostly iterating on those ideas yeah and walking dead was just like the back to the future game and a bunch of the other games that telltale made in basically every telltale game yeah and then those two things both were successful but they both were still modeled after what happened before yeah but then after both those things came out both the company that made them and other companies decided especially other companies companies. started copying their formulas but only the really the part that looked like it was the reason it was successful and they cut out the rest yep so like you start getting a lot of games that uh telltale what uh, telltale in particular is a good bad example of uh only copying the part that seemed like it was successful about their own game and kind of shitting the bed at making their own type of game. Yeah. Whereas uh, when Amnesia, when the people makers of Amnesia went on to make Soma, they actually were able to get a lot of it right again. Uh, well, they didn't because Machine for Pigs they didn't make. They didn't make that Machine was, for that Pigs. That was uh, uh, that was Ran- Red Lantern. No. Or uh, Chinese Chinese Room. Chinese Room. People that would have went on to make uh, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Yeah. Uh, because Telltale Games, they're they like, make, like, people like the intense decisions and the nonstop cutscenes and the Walking Dead setting and the killing of people and all that stuff. So as you went through the Walking Dead games, all the adventure game parts just started disappearing. Yeah. And it became endless cutscenes to the point where you get to Michonne. And I tried doing a Let's Play of Michonne, and each episode was only an hour long, as opposed to being like three-hour adventure games like they were in Walking Dead Season 1. Because The Walking Dead Season 1 was like a 15-hour game. Yeah. it was when you, got, when you got all the five episodes. It's an adventure game. Whereas Michonne was three episodes long <laughs> instead of five, and its total length was like two and a half hours. Yeah. It was shocking. And it was just it was just watching a show, yep. basically, with really minute decisions very occasionally that barely do anything, and you didn't have to do anything in between. And just every now and then you got to mash that Q button to struggle, then E to, to finish struggling. Because that's what they do every time you get in the yeah. struggle moment in a Walking Dead yep. game. You got to mash and then mash another button. And like, and like a lot of other games would copy that formula of just being like, oh, we'll just make weird like marathon cutscene games with barely any decisions. And like at some point, so many other companies started doing better at Telltale Games formula than Telltale Games was doing. Yeah, and, I mean, like their games... Like, the Batman game was really lackluster. 
they try. I guess I put the two of them on a shelf next to each other, but they actually are inverse examples of each other, which is that Telltale Games had an idea that suddenly did well, and then everyone else started doing their idea better than them, and they started doing it continually worse every time they'd make more things. Yes. But Amnesia actually did the opposite. Uh, fric- fictional games. I finally remember their name. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fictional games did the opposite, which they only they actually made when they finally made another game. They actually made progress and like, oh yeah, look, they're they have good ideas. Yeah. Whereas everyone else Sucked. did worse. Yeah. Because everyone else was like, oh, that's what they what everyone wants is a bunch of games that have zero mechanics, a bunch of dark hallways, and you hide from monsters sometimes, and you run away, and there's shocking, disorienting things that happen. There's two things and people it doesn't have to make any sense. There's two things that people took away from Amnesia. Yeah, don't let the players do anything except walk, because that's all you did in they Amnesia. Can, they can just walk, or you, maybe or, they can hide inside of a could, cupboard, yeah, or under a bed. <clears throat> and two, there needs to be a lot of scary moments. And that's how you get but, like Baby Blue or Outlast or what was the baby Among the Sleep? Among the Sleep was another one. Uh, but the problem is people forgot that like the, how those how those situations worked in tandem to, with each other to create that reaction, which was like one, the monster wasn't scripted. It was a creature that would just roam the it, night. The first time you had mechanics, you had the light level you were maintaining. You had an inventory yeah. of things you were actually carrying around. You, well, had, just, you, had, you had puzzles to it's solve. It's just Penumbra. A non-linear Metroidvania world. Yes. That was, it was mostly linear, but like it, it was, was like a weird interconnected were, world uh, you had to connect. There then, were times you had to go back because you uh, when you go into the first uh, big yeah, hallway room, there's like... There's a, like <laughs> There's a there's like a hub world. Yeah, there's a hub world that's closed off with like vines and sap and shit, and you can't yeah. like do anything. But the idea was, uh, the, yeah, the idea, but was basically like you're going around solving puzzles to figure out the mystery of your amnesia, and uh, but then everyone, dun, dun, dun. Eh, but everybody else took it as. Oh, if the player can't fight and there's monsters around, it's a scary game. And it's Slenderman like, didn't help. No, well, no. <laughs> Slenderman uh, doing well didn't help. So then it just become a it became a bunch of games where you just run away in an environment. Over there was and over again. there was like a fucking. It yeah, was like the Minecraft give, thing. I, at least I where there give, was a flood. Like at least I can give FNAF credit for being a mechanically driven game, what even if f- I even if I hate what their mechanics. mechanics? Five Nights at Freddy's is really that. There's a lot of mechanics going on there. That's why I can't beat any of them. Because <laughs> you, you're talking about like the other ones, or because one doesn't have any mechanics. There's a you have to do a lot of ridiculous shit to beat those games. You do? No, you don't. You didn't beat them. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Fool! Did, look at I, my Steam account. Did you just beat the first two nights or something? No. So because did, I wrote a review and beat, someone was like, oh, so you didn't you, beat the whole game, so your review is pointless. So I was like, like, fine. Did you beat like night seven or whatever the fuck? Yes. It just keeps going. I beat every fucking night, including the bonus night. I don't think you can just mindlessly beat those without paying any attention. You can't because the game's broken fundamentally. What happens is if you just put the fucking screen in your face, no one can fight you. you just put the fucking screen in your face. You can literally just camp looking at the screen yes. the entire game and you just beat the because game. Because the moment you put... They changed it in two, but the moment you put the screen down in one, then they'll like scream at your face. Because the idea is that when you run out of battery, you can't look at it anyways. Weird. So I found that glitch out and I was like, and put in my face. So like I would... Well, that doesn't that doesn't invalidate my argument though. It does because just, the game has no a, mechanics. You found an exploit, but that doesn't... Uh, that doesn't undo the game's existence. Well, the rest, the rest of the mechanics were just wait, wait, wait. There's a thing. Press... Wait, 
Wait. I mean, you're keeping track Press. of a bunch of things and managing a resource and dealing with shit. Like, that's... Well, the resource you can't it's manage. It's a video game. I mean, because... It's the, an actual video game as opposed to these hallway games where you run well, from... yes. It thing. is more of a game than a hallway That game. was my entire point, uh, and you argued against it as if not, you were from space and no, didn't know because, what the game was. Because like, it has... It doesn't have mechanics in a different way. Like, if you compare Five Nights at Freddy's to the, Night Trap, they it's also a fucking... continually get more mechanics... Well, now time. they do. Yeah, the first although game did. Although it. the one, that one in particular, looked completely insufferable. Which one? The one that has like a crawling moment. That's the sister location. Like the one that has a whole bunch of gameplay mechanics that all look completely insufferable. Oh, that's yeah, that's sister like location. The one that looks like a mistake that should have never been made. I mean, even two, by the standards two, of the franchise. Two through fucking everything <laughs> else. It. Final Fantasy Freddy is so dumb and bare bones and basic and easy. I, I just want to see more progress in the direction of like, ah, Darkwood. It's a video I game. I still haven't played Darkwood. It's a real video game. I think you like it. Is it like Distrust? Or not Distrust? It's, uh, Dist- it's uh, way better than Distrust. Is it? It's significantly better than Distrust. Is it the same vein, though? Uh... Like, basically, you're a person running around. You need to do stuff. Get uh, like go. To, it's like top isometric kind of top-down thing. But it's the guy, the idea. It's basically like a don't starve, but... Uh, but distrust combined it's where it's kind like, of a cross between distrust and distar- don't starve in some ways but like you have complete direct control of your character at all times as opposed to the weird loose kind of tell him to go somewhere stuff from distrust yes like you are playing a character that you move with WSD and point in directions with the mouse so from top down perspective okay like you can point and shoot or point and swing kind of like, like how that. don't starve is but also, unlike Don't Starve, it's not like a weird base thing where you're doing a bunch of bizarre farming. Well, you, shit. It's not a wiki. Yeah, no. The game, the game is all in front of you, and yeah. it's like it's the type of game where you go out into the into the wilderness and you're trying to survive, and your survival is like I can't remember if there's even food in the game. I think you just have a health bar. Okay. So it's like a matter of just like having stuff to be able to heal when you get when so bad things happen to you and, and things like that. Kits, whatever. I don't think there's a food resource in that game. Uh, what happens? You go out during the day and try to scavenge and and accomplish tasks and stuff like that. And that and you don't have like super set in stone tasks. You have a journal that's you write that's written in almost like a mist style. So it's just kind of like survive or not mist style. It's a it's a journal that's filled in like a. You have a journal that's filled in like Elder Scrolls Three, okay, like the Morrowind journal, where just chronological notes of as developments, yeah, happen. as shit happens. And so you just go into the world and you'll explore and find what essentially like our plot developments and a mixture of like sub stories and mandatory locations, okay, that are all rearranged every playthrough in the world. And there's a day night cycle, mm-hmm. and so you have to worry about the nighttime because at nighttime it gets absurdly dangerous. To the point where some nights even a supernatural force will yeah. just start killing you. So monsters come out in the night. And so you have a base. Which, which is, is basically like don't starve. Yeah. Which is like once night rolls around you need to like be somewhere safe. So you have a base that can, that can keep you alive. But the base, one of the ways it helps you is the fact that it has lights for example. Yeah. And the lights can repel some of these things that only can exist in the darkness that can attack you. And uh, But the... Uh, the light, like the lights, are run by a generator. The generator creates noise, which also helps attract monsters. Of course, it's alone in the dark, and, and the generator needs fuel. Of course, so you need to be finding gasoline, but also like finding wood and nails gives you resources you can use to barricade your windows and doors, and finding metal scrap or even uh, scrapping other people's traps you find in in the world lets you create like bear traps that you can put. 
Like, it's like you're like, I'm not going to fortify that window, but I'm going to put a bear trap under it on the inside. And they'll like jump through the window and then land in the bear trap and you can beat them to death while they're in the bear trap and stuff like that. Can you reset the the bear trap? uh, You have to rebuild it. Oh. But you get scrap from it. Okay. So I think every time you use a bear trap, you get half back, basically. It's fine. So everything, but everything about your setup, I'm going to close the door. They can't hear that, but. I think they can. No, they can't. I don't know where it's coming from either. Uh, your back door is open, so people, you can hear somebody working in their backyard on with like a weed whacker or something. It's probably audible. Uh, a little bit, at least. It's going to fuck with the noise reduction at the very least. Uh, it's still surprisingly audible. It still audible. sounds like it's in my it, backyard. It's surprisingly audible now, even with all the doors and windows closed. Yeah. Uh, but the, the thing about it is that just everything... Like, it's important that the bear trap ha- loses a resource every time you you use it. Because basically, the barricades, the bear traps, the fuel consumption, everything is in a constant state of decay. Which is what incentivizes you to always be making a net profit every day in your, okay. in your attempted scavenging. Well, yeah. And then also, it, it, it's also encouraging you to move forward in the story. Because every time you move forward in the story, you actually move to a, a new location. Uh, location. Yeah. Of which, it's not like, don't distrust where you... In distrust, it's like, I found a kind of a place where I guess I can go there if I need to sleep, but I can also, I'm just trying to beat this level in the next yeah. this, this 20 minutes. Uh, like, the entirety of Darkwood takes place over the course of, like, three bases, as opposed to just distrust being a series of levels to clear. Yeah. And it's okay. also, like, a huge, like, it can be anywhere from being, like, a 40-minute speed run to, like, a 20-hour campaign based on Jesus all you're exploring and whatnot, because technically the story stuff you need to do is always there and you can actually do it shockingly fast if you like have a system down on how to get there and everything and also how to survive the world around you in the process okay uh but yeah like, it's just a lot of it's a lot of moments of just careful exploring and scavenging around and like one of the gimmicks they do is that your vision cone is based on your mouse location all right so it's a top-down game but you have a vision cone Huh. So you can see you have a little bit of peripheral around you, like five feet of just kind of some sense, kind of, I think. But you just have a vision cone that is your line of sight based on the direction you're currently facing. And so you'll be like you'll be you'll be like waving your mouse around, like checking your corners and shit like that, looking around while you're while you're walking, because you primarily want to be walk, looking the direction you're going in to see if you're walking towards any like surprise monsters hiding around trees yeah. or or literally walking into bear traps and things like that that are in the universe. But also you're checking around because you're hearing sounds. And you're like, is there a creature like sneaking up over in that direction? Like, is because like there's just creatures that just exist, and they're not even necessarily stalking you. They're just kind of patrolling around or just walking about. But you'll just hear them. And you're like, I, you're, and you're like, I don't quite know where it is, but it's to my west. And you're like glancing over there nervously while you're heading in a different direction. And like, huh. there's lots of fun moments of that. Like, it's really good mechanical tension in a way that's a real video game as opposed to run down the hallways from the spooky man and yeah. hide in a locker. And that you have health management. You have you have a level up system. Okay. You can find you can find uh, mushrooms and stuff that you can cook at your base that give you stuff you inject into yourself that essentially gives you experience. Experience. It's called essence, I think. All right. And every time you level up, you can get new positive traits that are either passive positives or like a literal thing where you can press Q to slow down time to open up a th- menu that shows you like your like once a day abilities you can activate and you can choose one of those to activate that you've gotten from lock up uh, from level ups 
All right. But even that has a negative because every all of your power-ups are in tiers, and every tier has a negative trait. So in order to unlock that tier, you have to pick one of the negative traits first, and then you can start picking the positive traits from that tier. That's shitty. And so you have a series of negatives you're taking onto yourself if you want to keep leveling up and stuff like that, or you can huh. just stop. And like there's, there's just a lot of mechanics going on because it's a video game. Yeah. But it's also relative, mostly relatively clear stuff as opposed to, yeah, I hate wiki games. Yeah, I hate like, wiki games. I hate wiki games. I don't like, like I don't like really playing like. Terraria and Starbound are already like kind of getting there, but I I, I really dislike playing games like uh, Don't Starve or like or like lately I've been playing uh, uh, Stardew Valley yeah. and I've just been I've sort of just given myself the job of just being the guy that does the dungeon part because I the dungeon part immediately I'm like oh I get it yeah every five floors there's an elevator back up you you have to either kill enemies or mine rocks to find the next floor stuff uh, mining certain things gives you loot enemies give you loot like I'm like okay video game. But, like, when it comes to, like, the farming stuff, especially when you're with multiple players and they're all just like, move aside, fuck boy, because uh, they just know what to do. And I'm like, yeah. I literally, it's not even just that I don't know what to do and, like, I'm slower than everyone else. It's not that you it's can't that I, grasp it's, it's it. That it's that, you, that I don't. You almost can't even find out in-game how to play the game. Yeah. And I'm like, the you, there's, there's crops and somewhere you might be able to sell them or something and like there's cycles of something but there's so many items and like it's just like it's a in so many games when you just are in the game and you start like in dark souls or whatever like you start playing you're like okay i am an rpg protagonist i proceed forward through level yeah and fight things that are in my way to receive to achieve goal somewhere and like it's 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 weird to explain this idea, but like there's so many game like for j- j- decades, all video games have been video games where like you go from point A to point B, or like or you're an open world and there's tasks everywhere, or like there's there's some idea of like what the game is and what you do. How did the the game is self contained? And you don't I, need any other. And, and you don't need I, any outside sources to play this game. You just when need, I launch, uh, don't starve or Minecraft or or Terraria, to, to Minecraft, yeah, or, and uh, uh, Stardew Valley. I definitely have moments where I'm just like, I don't know what the game wants from me. Yeah. Like even Factorio is actually better at this. Well, Factorio has Factorio a tutorial. Is significant. Not even even without the tutorial, it's significantly better. Just in that you're like, oh, there's a resource there. I have this item in my inventory. I literally press E and there's a crafting menu. Like, oh, that thing mines coal and there's coal here. I can mine coal with that thing. And like, and it. Yeah, that, but boy, like, do you not like like eh. you, you you won't you won't just happen upon advanced strategies out the gate. No. But when you play Factorio, I always was like, oh shit! Like you keep unlocking and like like you 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 just find another thing in your crafting menu. Like oh, this can craft. You can craft this with these things and stuff like that. And you, I, I always found a next thing to do in Factorio without even having to research it. Yeah, Whereas, I never... like don't starve. I'm just like I don't know what's happening. There were some stuff I had to figure out with I'm supposed to rub I'm supposed to rub like flowers on myself to be less crazy or I'll die of crazy? Like I like I <laughs> It sounds fun. We had a session, my first session of of uh Don't Starve years ago. I played it with uh Bird and Wander and I was playing as a librarian. Oh. And I was going crazy. Yeah. I was literally going crazy. And I was like, how do I not go crazy? And neither of them could answer my questions. And I'm like, how three of us are playing a video game and none of us can explain how I'm dying and how to stop the dying. Like that's, 
I'm not cool with this design philosophy where you have to like do intense online research yeah. to figure out what to do. And it's and the worst part too is it's not online research you have to do through the company. No. It's like it's, it's the community has to create the it. community creates wikis that so aren't so guaranteed we're, we're to playing, stay there we're forever. Stardew Valley and then like all these comments are about our inefficiencies and I'm like inefficiency at what? Yeah. What am I even supposed to be accomplishing in the as the end goal, let alone be efficient along the process towards that? I'm like it's, literally I don't know what the metric is it like when they yeah. talk about me being inefficient in like the surge, I can like gather some idea of what they mean. When they say it in Stardew Valley, I'm literally like, I don't even know what the metric of success is to begin with that I'm being compared to. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell. I'm so baffled. It's, I, it's the weirdest thing to do for an audience. Because you're like, because they have so many expectations that are self-made, yeah. basically. Oh, yeah. And and don't communicate to me. And so I'm sitting here like, I don't even understand. I think the worst happening. part is just the, I'm, I just, I am just genuinely tired of games that keep that are just wiki games games that require binding of isaac's another one it's like these games that require you to just either store absurd oh, amounts I, of I'm knowledge definitely tired of all the roguelikes where you just pick up a thing and it's like it's it's the coat hanger i'm like what and you're like it's the coat hanger I'm like, and it just makes it, them, it, like, that's all it does it just says that yeah and it just makes some snide joke like uh uh-huh, don't put it in your vagina and you're like i don't literally know what that means is this are you saying like don't be a female character when you pick this up or are you saying like haha abortion's funny like this is serious i'm playing a game here what the fuck did i just, just pick up weird baffling things happen i'm, not, you, I'm you, not even exaggerating by no, the way like there is a hanger like coat hangers and abortion pop-ups and stuff like that are like just actual items in binding of yeah. isaac because it's then, about and fetuses you, you and look, stuff you look that shit up and it's like oh a coat hanger does this and you're like that's not what i would have thought it would do like half the shit you pick up in a binding of isaac you're like i would have never I'm thought to remember it would which do ones do it better or worse because some games are super bad about and isaac might be one of the worst, the worst i think one. isaac is the worst one, one of the only ones i can tell is like i understand what tears up means <laughs> it means your tears are better yeah which is the way you tears. fight but there's so many things where i'm like what is happening well, I'm like and, half of a new animal now. What's happening? And it doesn't help when you get into situations where it's like, oh, do you want to sacrifice a heart for this item? And I'm like, no, because I don't know what that item is. And you like, and you can't just like go you up a, to you it. You point where you're playing Risk of Rain or, or Isaac, and you just have like a three row long list of icons on your character now. Yeah. Just all the, the all the mutators affecting you now. And, and you're and just I'm like, like, this game is noise. Sure, it's it is just there. Like those kinds of games are built with the intention of players just hammering through it over and over and over again until they like become I legendary. Like, I feel like every time I play Risk of Rain, I always start off with a good impression, just because I want it to be a better game. Yeah. Cause like, but it's a roguelike, and it's that specific type of roguelike that I find really uninteresting, which is that, like, when we played Tokyo Jungle, yes. that game has surprisingly decent mechanics. Well, like, it's, the yeah. moment-to-moment experience is tense and desperate and interesting, yeah. but Risk of Rain, for example, is part of this other type of roguelike and also this one, like I think it's called Le- not Legend of Dungeon, the uh, Dungeon something. I don't know. There's one that uh, Dungeon Defenders, Dungeon Dungeon Souls, Dungeon Souls. There we go. Dungeon Souls was this game that I'd always watch, wonder play every now and then. I'd be like, this is noise. What the fuck? Uh, that game and Risk of Rain are just one ones where that you just you just snowball. You just like keep your going. actual ability to play the game well doesn't seem that interesting or important. It's mostly can you snowball this absurd collection of mutators in your character. And then you just win, yeah. Basically, and you know that you you know that you have this particular. I would say that a good roguelike is one where you could die, where 
you have a very even and scattered distribution of death times. Probably, yeah, probably somewhat in- increased towards the beginning because it's easier just to die at the beginning. But my idea is that you're just as likely to die in any given minute. Yeah, and so you they could be have an, uh, you could have like a let's say a linear spread. Like the line chart of your deaths would be a straight line going down because, yeah. of course, the further you're in, the rare is rare is to die at that moment because you're further in. I would say Rogue Legacies like that, but uh, something like Risk of Rain, it has it has an exponential problem. You yes, are, you are exponentially more likely to die at the beginning of the game than the rest of the game because your powers make you so much more powerful that the game becomes a joke. And so every I have played, I, yeah. I think I've played. Risk of Rain like 10 times through now. I think I've beaten it like 10 times. Damn. And you either die in the first 15 minutes of Risk of Rain or you beat it. Yeah. And it's true. like a two hour experience. But you either die immediately or you just beat the game. Yeah. Because you just get so absurdly powerful that it's like it's like and you, you, do, you start realizing that what you're doing yeah. you're with the controller isn't really that important part of the experience. No. And Dungeon Souls definitely looks like that or two where it's just like the character becomes a weird snowball of death powers. And that's how you beat the game, and yeah. that's so uninteresting. It's unfortunate, but it's not, just because it's, it's not the thing you're doing. It's just a genre of games that appeal to some to yeah. enough people that they keep being profitable. Rogue, so Rogue Legacy is not comparable necessarily. Well, I meant comparable in the Rogue the, Legacy is weird. Well, Rogue Legacy is one of those kind of games that I feel like you, you will you, always you have, die more in the beginning, but once you know the full map, like once you but for me, it's Rogue Legacy doesn't isn't applicable in this comparison just because it has a weird like sustained progress thing yeah and it's it also it also has a a weird setup where you have an experience that changes every time you play a different class because like there are classes that literally have a ramp built into them and stuff like that like there's rogue legacy is really weird sure like any even towards the end of the game you can die shockingly early in runs and have bad runs and have amazing runs both at the beginning and end like it's just well, just don't pick it's, the colorblind it's like, just like It's like a fundamentally different structure for a game. It's weird. As opposed to, like, the when, games you're supposed to beat from front to back in one playthrough. Yeah. It's a very different yeah, structure. I, I like Rogue Legacy more because it's more of a normal game. And I'm not super fond of just losing everything. Which, like, a lot of a lot of uh, roguelikes, I'll play them until I die once. And I'm like, all right. And then I just move on yeah. forever. Because I don't yeah, really I feel, feel like starting the whole experience over. I definitely feel that pain. Um, <laughs> you know what? Uh, you're talking about... Uh, what's it called? You're talking about uh, dead dogs. I was literally like... We never finished the dead dog stories, no. did we? But, or, or the or the conversation that spawned them, which was the cop story. Which also yeah. never happened. You never did that either. Well, we kept we kept sidelining. And, yeah. and then we got to roguelikes? Yeah. I don't even know how. Video games. And it wasn't even the roguelike reference I made because I made the joke about like, like, I think I made at some point the joke about like lifespan of of, of an individual being comparable to like a roguelike like leaderboard, and that didn't yeah. even spawn the roguelike conversation. No, I don't know how it got here actually. Oh, we talked about horror games for a while, which yes. led to the discussion of Darkwood being cool. Yep, because it's really cool. Because it's really cool. It's just a really good game. Uh, although I'd have issues with it, but. That's better discussed after you beat it. Yeah, because there's, there's, I have, I think it has some interesting conflicts in its design, but in the, but it's all in the realm of like this is good though. It just, it, 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 it just works. I have a thing where I think, I think Darkwood is a good game that's split between two being two better games. Okay. Okay. 
Like it, it's, that's interesting. Yeah, like you'll that's see a weird concept. You'll see to it say. when you play it, and you'll have more context for it. But I feel like it had to, it had a fork in its design philosophy that could have become one of two better games. But instead, they just stayed in the middle, and they never diverged into one of the two directions. And it kind okay. of and like the two parts conflict a little bit. Huh? It's weird. That's interesting. But you'll you'll know what I mean way better when you just beat yeah. it. And it's it's worth that game is worth playing. So. Uh, Do we want to finish our dead dog stories? I wasn't particularly trying to go back to the dead dogs. I think that's enough. I got to hold the dog as it was dying in a in a in a vet store at a veterinary vet store. A vet store. Uh, Buy your vets now. They'll kill your dog on sight. Because you met Toby, right? Which one's Toby? It was the golden retriever with one eye. Yes. Yeah. We and then you just stopped seeing him one day, and probably didn't necessarily know why. I, I'm uh, pretty sure that it was dead. Well, that's the context <laughs> clue. Because yeah, we had a we had a red. Well, when, had a, a, when an animal just disappears from had, someone's home, it's usually pretty apparent. We had, we had a golden retriever that we we adopted as a rescue, and it had one eye, and it looked like that one character from Mortal Kombat, the one that has like half his face is metal and shit like that. <laughs> like that, he looked that he looked like that for a while because his eye his eye his was eye that Jax. Yeah, uh, not Jax, the white guy. Oh, Kane. Yes, Kane. Yeah, there's a white guy with like a buzz cut. I want to say, and half his face is metal with a red eye or something. I think that's Kane. I think so. I want to say that's Kane. I don't know Mortal Kombat very characters very well, Maybe but, I'm wrong. but the image of that character's face sticks with me a little bit. Uh, <laughs> okay. Jack, does Jax have a half metal face? I think he has a metal arm. I thought he also had like a metal face. I don't know. I don't know. I think you might be thinking of Cyborg. The Teen Titan, who has a half metal face. There's a lot of overlaps of design flaws. People just like asymmetry, asymmetry in their edgelord characters. See every haircut of every anime character. Uh, so, and furry. So we we adopted a. I mean, furries. Furries just our anime. We we, we adopted. A, Excuse you. Who no. knows? We, we opted. A, I didn't say that anime is furries. I said furries are anime. I don't want them also, so is the entire Sonic fan base. It's just a, it's just a weird subsection of anime <laughs> that you don't want to think about. Uh, nothing personal, kid. <laughs> so we we adopted a, a Labrador Retriever, Toby. Uh, its eyes, it, one of its eyes was sewn shut, and its whole side of its face was shaved, like because for that yeah. part for that operation. Because I guess it like that it was found on the it just like found on the street and like its eye was ruined or whatever Great. and like that was part of the process of rescuing it and then we adopted it after that. Oh, humans! So it was adorable because he would run into shit. <laughs> he would just run into shit all the time because he was one eyed and that's out of out of all the face structures to have a dog head's probably not the best structure for having one eye. Why? Because they have the same the, face structure as we do. The eyes on one side. He clearly had a lot of blind spot and one whole side well, of his body. They're not this perfect but like if you look at a dog a dog does face like they're not super forward they're kind no, of split. they're kind of split he's seeing all of life at an angle yeah more so than like a human would have significantly well, more forward vision yeah all around and whereas he, a dog is kind of seeing like a weird side vision like so there's a lot of they're, on the other they're side. like in a middle ground where they're like they're not pointing direct like they're it's not the point where w- when a dog looks out through its eyes it it can't see its nose because its nose is like right in the center like when a dog has one eye closed, it can't see its nose, kind of thing. Where it's like it's the it's like that right. It's like perfect. Where Speaking can, of dead dogs, you kill a lot of dogs by hand in Darkwood, <laughs> like just clubbing them to death and hearing, and hearing them die. And I'm like, 
like they're literally dangerous and a problem and i would try to avoid them because i didn't want to kill them not because i was like oh no they're gonna be dangerous but i was like i don't want to kill more dogs today (laughs) it's like god damn so what happened to toby uh there's a there's some really adorable shit where like my uh, he, he and angel would fight over toys and angel would do keep away and would learn quickly that if she turned in one direction he'd she'd escape him oh like no. stuff like that it's fucked up or like or like if, if toby was going one way across the backyard he would be fine but if he's going the other way across the backyard he wouldn't have peripheral vision for like the pool and would just walk into the pool and have to swim out and have to swim over to the steps and get out because oh, he, he would just fall into the pool because he didn't see it like that's how significant directional blindness was from having one eye gone for a dog whereas i don't think a, i don't think a person would have that quite that level no. of like holy shit sometimes you just walk into those uh the awning pillars because he'd just be looking a little over to the side a little bit and then just walk into one of them. Like so there, there was a lot of collisions happening. Uh, but one day I just found him in the backyard, just laying there, and he was just just laying there. Like he was alive, but he was not. He would not move. He wouldn't move. And I'm like, that's not a good sign when a dog won't get up. Yeah. And like he was just sitting there panting, and he looks normal because it's really hard to judge dogs. Like he just looks like a dog laying there <laughs> until you realize it's weird. He's not getting up. Yeah. And so I, like, I, I called my dad about it, and we, it, he said to take him to the vet. So like, I, I literally brought a blanket out, physically picked up the dog, put him down on the blanket, and then like carried him via the blanket into like my car and the passenger like floor space, and drove yeah. him to the vet and everything. And I'm like, and even at the vet, he's still just laying on the blanket, waiting in the lobby. Like he was, he's just not moving, and like, so like, clearly he's in some kind of pain and something's wrong, and like, yeah, he just can't tell what's happening because you can't talk to dog yeah and all that stuff and like one of the signs of worrying like because all the dogs always freak out the vet yeah like something about i don't know what the smell or it's what smell it usually. just fucks with dogs yeah like i have seen like angel was the most well-behaved dog in all contexts except uh like one when he would when she would see other dogs she would always want to greet them and it was a problem for walks because she just like yank on the chain and she figured out how to escape not only her collar but eventually the chain oh she figured out how to yank like throw her head to literally remove collars from her on ends of leashes to go running off to greet dogs all right like that was next level shit uh but even she would like lose her shit if she if he took her to the vet really and like uh and like she would be so well behaved everywhere else that it was like it was weird at the time she would learn to recognize the vet and if you didn't have a a hold on her collar when you got out of the car at the vet she would recognize where she was and try to dart and you'd have to go like track her down in the the parking (laughs) in in the parking lot and catch her and shit like that because she doesn't want to go to the vet like it's i it was it's so weird and like and that 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 apparently still affected toby because he was sitting like at my feet while i'm sitting on like the lobby chairs and He literally got up and came to me, like, the couple of feet, and walked to me. I'm like, you literally would not get up, and you're getting up, like, now. And I'm like, you're that freaked out by the vet? I'm like, ah. Like, that that, that fucked with me a bit in general. And I ended up, uh, that, that, that was, I took them into the operating room. They, they took a look at them, and, and like, I... That just the last I saw Toby was I, I left them with the vet because we didn't, we didn't, they were going to, like, see if they could do anything. And like overnight, I found out from my dad that they decided to put him down. And I'm like, oh, all right, just uh, wh- what? Like, what? What happened? 
I think the theory was that he swallowed something that like what was already going through him that was like not something you can go that can go through you. But I don't like like they like one of the ideas was that they suspected he might have like swallowed like a plastic bag or something like that, like something that just not isn't food. But I don't I never got the full story and they didn't what? I think they I think they just didn't choose to invest the money to find out what uh like uh, what to do okay. or something. Jesus. I just found out later the next day, like, oh I guess the dog's dead. Great. That almost happened to Shadow. <clears throat> oh fun. He uh he ate a mushroom. Uh, that was growing in the backyard that I just didn't know existed, and it poisoned him. Oh shit! Like, super bad, and uh, and so I I was I didn't think much of it. He was just kind of like he would sit on the couch and he kept like moving his head like this, really weird. And I was like, it's kind of like stop doing that. So I'd like, like grab he, his like he's hallucinating. Yeah, like so I'd grab his head and like hold it straight, and he'd like look at me, and he'd be like falling down. And I was like. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, was uh, like, I was like, my dog's melting. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dog not. No. I was like, dog is not working. And so I was like, okay. And so I was like, maybe he's just tired. Maybe he's something. So I, I, you know, I would say like, hey, do you want to go do something? You know, like get up and try to move and get him to move around. You try to hype him up, and he yeah. doesn't like. And he, no, he was fine. He doesn't react. He was like, oh, he was. Yeah, oh. let's get hyped. And he was okay. I was like, oh, well, he's fine then. He's just being stupid, I guess. And so uh, I go to my, I go to my grandparents. And I bring him with me. And uh, we're having dinner and stuff, and he's like laying. He's like laying on the couch, and uh, and I was like, "Hey, come over here. I'm gonna give you some food." And he was like, he like kind of got up, and it was like kind of shaking, like shake walking. Like his head kept bobbing back and forth, but like he was his trying to walk. Balance was gone. Yeah, like he was like basically bobbing back and forth, but trying to walk straight. And so he's like, "Was he Boop. doing that thing when you put a do- shoes on a dog and they don't know what to do?" Yeah, kind. Of, it kind of looked like that, where they're kind of like they start like overwalking. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, and so it's like okay i don't think you're good like something's wrong so no i uh i pump his stomach or something yeah so i had they uh they brought uh i had my grandma and my sister bring him to the vet um because i was like i don't if if they're just like oh well he's gotta die he's like i'm not gonna be there i'm not gonna i can't do that like it just fucking uh so they uh they brought him and they're like uh, the yeah the vet was like oh it's good that you brought him in tonight he would have died overnight and I was like, oh, yeah, that would have been fucking swell. Wake I didn't up even and notice just... Shadow was in here when I closed the door. <laughs> it <laughs> just, just occurred to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, I locked him in here. He's always in here. It's fine. But, um, yeah, the, yeah, the vet was just like, yeah, if you didn't do anything, you would have just died in his sleep. I was like, oh, yeah, because that's, that's oh, not traumatizing. Everybody loves waking up and their family pet's just dead on the bed. Like, that would have been swell. Yeah, I've never... I've never had a dog uh, die in the house. Yeah, you never had like a dog. Yeah, just it's the, the keel over. They always died in medical care. They always get put down. Yeah. The, uh, although I don't know what happened to Roxy. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> well, I, I moved. Oh. Okay. So I just I don't know what happened to Roxy. Roxy just I heard one day. Oh, I guess Roxy must be dead now because Roxy was gone. Uh, Your parents had, are like that was troopers. that was the poop chihuahua. They put up with. Oh them. shit. Sadcast Cannon. Yeah. I, we should acknowledge this, I guess. Yeah, because yeah, Sadcast Episode 1 named Poop Chihuahua was a joke at, related to the Chihuahua in the house that I grew to resent. Uh, uh, another damn... It's just another damn animal that I had to, like, take care of that wasn't mine. And that whole experience... Oh, I have dumb stories related to this thing. Because, yeah, I had to... First of all, there was a weird thing where they start they started getting a dog sitter when the do- when it, when they would leave town. Yeah, but I was there, 
so wait, so the stranger just showed up at your house and was like, I'll watch this dog, so like, and you're there, like, who the fuck? There's actual Let's Plays where I pause out of nowhere, and I just edit it out afterwards, or I just sit there in silence, because I heard someone come into the house, and I'm just going to wait for them to leave in silence, and just, I, I would I would pretend I wasn't home, because I was upstairs in my room and everything, so I, I would just pretend that I wasn't, that there was just no one home, because okay. that's what they expect, because yeah. they're dog sitters, and the whole point is to come by and take care of a pet while the family's gone. And so I would just pretend that this was normal. So I'd just be high. I would just I'd put like headphones on and just like watch something or whatever in silence. Or I would just pretend I would just be a ghost. I just would okay. I would just not alert them to my presence because I didn't want to explain how fucking weird this was because even I didn't understand. Yeah, I don't. It, it was just a surprise. I'm not. And eventually sure. I got them to eventually I got them to stop doing that. I'm like I can I can take care of your goddamn dog. Like it's really weird that you keep calling that you keep getting a dog sitter when like I'm here. Does your dog mean anything special besides food and not be dead? Then, yes. Well, That's oh, the right. fun part of the story. You need medication. Yes. So I, it was not fun. Dealing with this dog, by the way, this dog that you regret this not dog. letting this weird person just well, come. Well, no, I'll never regret avoiding awkward social situations. <laughs> that it, I'd rather deal with annoying pets than have more awkward interactions with people that I. Well, you can't weren't. Explain. You were awkwardly avoiding people. Like I, uh, like I, uh, this damn dog was diabetic. It's a diabetic Chihuahua. And it was also, like, it had full-on, like, white mask. Like, it was a black dog that was covered in gray and white and everything. It's yeah. just old. And uh, it was slowly going blind. Uh, it was it was diabetic. Uh, supposedly, they did, a, they did a good job taking care of it. Because supposedly, as a diabetic dog, it was supposed to be dead in, like, six months. And it lived for, like, four more years. And only slowly lost its vision, like, near the end of that. Jesus. Like, it, it, it lived with diabetes for a very long time and uh, only started losing its vision, like, right at the end, basically. So, like, it stuck with, it stuck with there for a while. So, I guess they were, the treatment was working or whatever. But, yeah, you had to give it, uh, first of all, you, you, it was fed uh, wet food. Which yeah. meant I had to open a can and scoop out, like, a third of the can to a thing and then mash it up and put pills into the mashed up stuff so they would like I, there was a little pill that i had to hide in its wet food so it would get consumed at some point but that was just give it a treat that's the easy part that's the fine part that's okay. that's the whatever part the next fun part is the injection oh the insulin because i had to give it insulin yeah which meant there's a whole bag of needles i had to deal with and by the way i just want to point out i'm sure i said this in sadcast how fucking dumb is it that there is insulin for dogs is it even different? I don't know. <laughs> That's the worst part. It might be different. And I don't if, know if it is different. I think it's just the concept of insulin. But the idea, the idea that someone's like, by the way, you got to manage your dog's diabetes. What the fuck? How would I even, how would I even know if the dog's low on blood sugar? Yeah. What am I supposed to put its stupid fucking prick its paw I mean, and like test its blood? Like, I mean, that, I don't think that process was involved. I don't think. No. I, 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 you just kind of just, wing it. Yeah, you kind of just give it insulin if but, you if But you that's what I'm saying. Like, you could, that's why most dogs with diabetes die because you just overdose them on insulin. Yeah. Because you don't, because. I think it's mostly just going to manage this diet. If your dog has diabetes, you fucked up. I think dogs are easier to maintain than people in some cases because their life's so regimented and exact. Well, yeah. And out of their control. And so the they, dog's not going to go and eat like a cake without you knowing yeah like a kid with diabetes is like you might as well chain the child to a pole <laughs> because no seriously because like the child we, will, we, we have we need tests more because of the fact that our lives are so irregular compared to a yeah. dog's which is so yeah. exact and repeating 
But this fucking dog would just flee. <laughs> and uh, and it's a chihuahua, so it fits in. There's a problem with fleeing animals. Yeah. But, you always have to take care of animals that run from you. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, well, dogs like me. Dog, I, I, mean, I get along great with dogs because they're dogs. I feel like that's subjective. I like, think those, like... cat, those cats just escape because they flee from anything that's new. <laughs> but this, this dog would not flee until it was time. Because it would realize. Oh. And I'm like, you fucker. The dog, like, built its own schedule in its head and was like, it is insulin time. I'm going to no, go. Yeah, it was, <laughs> like, like and, and it, it was such a confusing thing because, like, it would, the dog would go up to the, the treat drawer and bark and, like, get all excited about the treats. And I'd get the treat and then it would run away because then it would, that only at that moment would it realize that treat has, <laughs> had, like, it would, it would forget the connection of treat to insulin until the moment it saw, saw treat. Then it would run from treat because treat equals insulin. Like, it was a very pavlovian moment that like it was it was afraid of treats but it wanted a treat it, wa- it wanted <laughs> treats in the hypothetical but when it saw the treats in the literal it would be it would run away from them because of the insulin shot re- uh, reminder basically what kind of just... absurdist mindset it's like and in both the dog's case and the cat's case you just grab it by the scruff and kind of pull yeah. it up and you, you kind just... of just jab it in there and you feel the uh, piercing yeah. thing and you just inject it and the they weirdly don't react. No, they just go and like. Uh, I'm like, I can't tell if they feel this or not. Needles freak me out, but whatever. But they they react enough to freak out about the concept of the process, but they don't react at all during the process. So yeah, it's weird. Uh, but yeah, I I just, I just catch another fucking small animal. And I'm like, I I hate I hate small dogs. I hate them. I hate them so much because they're... they're irritating and they're aggressive and they're unfriendly and they just do a bunch of <laughs> shitty things. But they also have a bunch of health problems because they, they shouldn't exist in the first place. Yes. But also they can hide in tiny spaces. And I'm like, you shit, you shit. I don't want a dog that can go under the bed. Yeah. Shadow can do that. Shadow can go under the bed. Uh, but it's the, the thing I like your about... Your dog at least goes in the variability of how much how much bed space is there. Yeah. Like there's, there's a variable yes. of which beds your dog can go under. This was, But Chihuahuas can just go anywhere. Yeah, the, yeah Chihuahuas are and just like, limitless. I, was, I would always be afraid of like... I, 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 had, I was always afraid that one of these days I would like not close the door manually but let it close behind me and it would like slam and like slice the dog in half or something or like i'd walk or that i'd backpedal and like step on the dog which would presumably just die if you stepped on it like i hate the idea of a dog that's foot-sized chihuahuas are a mistake the chihuahuas are just they are so horrifyingly fragile looking and i'm like i've had so many hundreds of moments where angel is just like infringing upon personal space while we're at like the gar- the door to the garage or whatever and we're backing up and you step on our pond and like they massively overreact yeah they do the super yelp that is not proportioned to the actual feeling they're actually feeling it's just a surprised gut-wrenching sound yeah that is uh frankly a disproportionate punishment for me <laughs> because <laughs> it makes me feel way worse than anything that happened <laughs> yeah. to them because they're immediately over it instantly yeah. but uh shadows I'm like, like all those moments i have i'm like a chihuahua immediately makes all those moments way scarier. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, it can happen at any point. I, I'm just happy the dog's dead now and I never did it. Wow. I'm just happy that after, Rude. after those years, the dog's finally dead at a vaguely normal time period and I didn't cause it. I'm like, oh, thank God I won. I won, <laughs> I won at not killing this chihuahua. Is that all the dogs have died in your life? Uh... I think so. Boy, that's a lot of dead dogs. Only three. 
You know, if I only had two. It's three, and only one of them was, like, my dog. Yeah. Like, that was my... I was, grew up with this dog, and it was around for, like, a decade, and then it died one day. You, and now your parents there was have a, two other dogs, there was a don't brief, they? Uh, there's a brief ad- adoption of a dog that then died of surprise weird problem and then a dog that was inflicted upon us at a late date and then eventually died of being very old because it was like a 15 year old chihuahua but yeah now they have two more dogs they have two more yeah your parents enjoy suffering and one of them's a rescue again and it has like emotional trauma Mm. which one the one that doesn't isn't up the one that won't greet you Which one didn't you've been there with me. two dogs? You've been there with those two dogs, right? Yeah. And they're the, for those for context, they're the, they're like I don't even know what they are. They're like they're not Dachshunds or whatever or Dachshunds. 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 No. They're like they're kind of short, long dogs, but they're like white with black spots and everything. I like, forget I, what they're called. I, I don't know. I don't know dog breeds. I think very they're Dobermans. Well. Doberman pinchers or bloodhounds. They're they're not bloodhounds. No. I'm pretty sure that's not what a bloodhound is. They might be Dobermans. I don't know, but. I didn't see... They're, I, not, they're not German Shepherds. Did one of them And not, they're not Pit Bulls, and they're not Labradors, they're not Huskies, so they're wrong. Did one of them not... <laughs> they're not a big breed, they're wrong. Yeah. Did, really, I, if you're not getting a, like a nice, solid-sized dog that can I'm do tr- shit, then it's like, why did you... I'm trying to think, like, did one of them not greet me? Yeah. I don't remember... One of them's hyper-friendly and jumps on you and aggressive, not, like, aggressively yeah. greeting you, and not aggressive-aggressive. Like, it's all up in your shit, and it's so hype, and it's hype, and it's running from person to person, and it will not stop wanting more attention for the entire get-together. Yeah. Like, it'll just find a new person that will put up with it every five minutes That's for the entire night. Literally my dog. And the other one just sits in the in the distance and, like, cowers away from everything. Because like we, it was a, I think it was abused or something before it arrived at, at that house, and it just like I could have sworn I pet both it, dogs. It gets along super well with 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 my stepmother and the other dog, and nothing else, including my dad. <laughs> like it just hides from everyone and retreats from everyone. Huh. Weird. I didn't they, notice they, that. They, yeah, they keep getting. They, they went for another uh, rescue again. Oh, I mean that's nice. They should. They're both the same breed, but they got them at different times. That's impressive that it like, likes the other dog. They, they got the first dog first, the the, 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 not, the happy one. Uh, not abused one. And then they got the rescue like months later. Okay. And it happened to be the same breed. It's like... That's convenient. Coincidence. Yeah, stuff just happens. I have another dead dog story, though, that's not mine. I, okay. Which is that uh, uh, Roxy had Chihuahua friends, and one of them met a uh, a fairy tale end. <laughs> one, oh. of them, one of them had a dramatic ending. Uh, they, they, they had two chihuahuas. And you witnessed this? They had two chihuahuas that were more annoying and more small and awful. So I, I think you met Roxy at some point, yeah. probably. And it was like a big chihuahua. Well, it was just a fat chihuahua. <laughs> not even just a fat. Like, it's a larger breed of chihuahua, too, yeah. where it's like, it's more... It's not like, a, it's a... It's a chihuahua you pick up with two hands. It's not a purse. <laughs> it's not a purse-sized chihuahua. It's a chihuahua you pick up with two hands, because it's it has the vague anatomy of a dog, but it's yeah. just too small. But these other ones were like the fucking Taco Bell dog yes. chihuahua. They just are awful and shrieky and aggressive and irritating. And I'm like, why did you add wildlife to your house? Like, it feels like you just brought a badger in and wouldn't let it leave, and it hates you. Like, it feels like that kind of thing. Uh, and one of the uh, and they 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 would roam in their backyard and stuff like that. And one of them just got carried off by a hawk. 
Because they made ah, it just ah, got carried off ah, by a hawk, and they never saw it again. Because it was a pr- it was prey. <laughs> a bird flew into their backyard and carried off their dog, and I assume ate it. And that's the end of that dog story. And I'm like, we've we have committed an actual sin against wolves in that we got that far. Like, I love the story of how wolves ex- came to existence. I, I, I did a whole college paper on the domestication of wolves, and I, I think this, this shit's cool about how we made the... Like, dogs are man's best friend because we are actually... We actually made them that way. Like, yeah. they're... They're so... Yeah, dogs didn't just show up and they're like, we love you. They're such perfect companions on so many levels. Yeah. And then we just, we just took advantage of that and we just ruined them. Yes. Like... We could have had all these nice dog breeds that are healthy and perform well, and they live nice, they live happy lives, what the fuck? and they're great. Are you and really then, saying that? And then we're like, but well, we're going to fuck them up and make these ones, too. Yeah. Do you it's not like, notice that literally every single amazing thing that humanity has ever accomplished has been turned I, into I, shit? Do you hear about how they're breeding the, they're trying to breed pugs to reconstruct their snout? Yes, because pugs are a fucking abomination of mistakes. It's like, because yeah, pugs pugs and chihuahuas are all in that territory. So are like, golden retrievers. Like, golden retrievers like, are getting what, to a point like I'm that just too. like, what have you done to them? They're all inbred. They're, oh yeah, golden, yeah, they're, they're a weird mess. It's... And you know what the fun part is? Jesus, I've, I've let it die. I've put, just let the breed I've die. Put, you know, I've put like labs next to retrievers before, and just been like, the retrievers are just stupid. Yes, they're just weirdly stupider than the very similar dog next to them. It's almost <laughs> like they're Lannisters. <laughs> they're really Lannistery <laughs> as fuck. They all look like Jamie <laughs> with the golden locks. <laughs> you, could, you put them next to a, a yellow or black lab, and it's like. Oh, this is the normal dog, and this is the yeah weird designer mistake. <laughs> yes, it it literally it. it I oh, hate I fucking God, hate there's, that about they, dogs. The dogs are so good, and we we just do the wrong things to them. That's that's why I got Shadow. Uh, what I did because Shadow is not a weird. He's not a pure breed, which yeah. are mistakes. And Angel wasn't but, pure either. No. We couldn't figure out what she was. Yeah, Shadow she is was clearly like, mostly a yellow lab, but there was something different and we couldn't pick and figure <laughs> yeah. out what it was. We just couldn't recognize it. It was yeah. too slight. But that's also what old dogs should be. Yes. Dogs are supposed to be like dog, humans, which are yeah, varying. You're, yeah, you're supposed to mix the genes so they don't start melting. <laughs> so they don't become pugs, you fucking uh. losers. The yeah, like Shadow is a poodle terrier chihuahua mix. Yeah, that's just a combination just a of, of random shit. And you know what? He's a great damn dog with no health issues. Hmm. I wonder how that happened. Probably because he's not a fucking genetic mistake. My brother has a husky, a Shiba Inu, and a corgi. Oh, a corgi. And those vary a bit in their yeah in their reasonableness Cor- of breed. Yeah, corgis are very very. Isn't it weird how a Shiba Inu is just an Akita uh, an Akita that somebody went put into Photoshop and scaled down? <laughs> yes, thirty like percent. Yeah, it's like I think they have the same silhouette. I think they're just identical looking. But oh, they different uh, scale. The reason I is I can't tell the difference. No, the reason is because one of them what grew up in uh, one of them grew up in the mainland of Japan, mm-hmm. and the other one grew up in the northern cold of Japan. 
Hmm. So they they took on like weirdly unique traits. They have like environmental adaptations that led to them having different sizes, yes. but being otherwise identical breeds. Yes, because I can't tell the difference. Um, them. I like I need a sc- I need I need you show me a picture of a dog and I need something next to it for scale so I can tell which of the two it is. Yeah, because <laughs> it could be it could be a trick of uh, the light. <laughs> so like so like Shiba Inus were used uh, in really old time like really old time Japan. Uh, so what as, I'm telling you is in about 10 years, I'll have three more dead dog stories. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought of another dead dog story. What the fuck? Where do you keep getting these? It's not literal. It's a, it's a, it's a tangentially related, but it's interesting. Finish your story. But anyways, the idea is that uh, Shiba Inus were in, they, uh, they were used in Sapporo for hunting. So that's a very snowy, like icy area. Mm-hmm. So they just. And the smaller ones were in the ice? Yeah. Hmm. Because they they were smaller, so they I, could. I fit. almost expected the other one. No, they needed to fit like into. They to, uh, they I, need, I almost thought like the bigger ones would be able to like walk over the water, the, or, like they'd be able to walk over the snow more better or something. Or uh, they needed the Shiba Inus. Or the body mass would maintain heat better or mm-hmm. something. Well, the Shiba Inus are uh, really good at maintaining heat. They're dense little shits. They're, yeah, their their coats thing, are like, very dense. Floors me sometimes. Yeah, because it's just this little tank dog that's really heavy for how small it yeah. is. Yeah, um, the reason that they're so small though is because they need to fit into bear. Uh, bear caves oh jesus because they had to run in there to sure that one well well yeah they ran in there and they would bark to wake up the bear and run back out so the hunter would then kill the bear so they were like bait the bear yeah they were bear bait uh but not like because the bear didn't go after them the bear didn't give a shit about the dog usually. i gotta say they're husky it's it's still young and growing yeah like it's in it's, it's in it's it's in it's like teenage years now or whatever where it's like it's, it's, it's some, like some portions of it about, are too big yeah it's like about fully sized but not <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't quite look like a normal aged dog yet yeah so like it's still like awkward a fuck a growing up husky is so absurdly soft oh yeah it's like holy shit this thing is a weird it's a silk dog yeah like for like an entire year it's just impossibly soft and then all all of a sudden it gets like really it's incredible rugged and hard and you're like what (laughs) happened it's great it's like it's like a it's like if you go to school and there's like that really really a shy calm person that you you know about in class you know the person that keeps themselves or really like you know not they're just like a very to themselves calm shy they're very like thin more nature and then you see them like 10 years later like super rigid and hard and you're like, I was like what the fuck we, happened i was like where are we going it's like it's like those it's those changes where you're like this is a this this gap that happened i don't really like it i yeah it's, <laughs> so my dead dog story okay great is we were in lodi okay i think at a at a at a, at a wine store place and i get dragged to the wine locations a lot because we live in central california and there's we a lot of well, we wine, live in northern california there's a lot of wine stuff here wine everywhere yeah. like napa's nearby and shit i don't drink generally and i especially don't of all the options of drinking the least appetizing one of the entire list is wine mm. i'm like i don't yeah i don't even slightly get this one <laughs> like i will literally try hard i will do a shot of hard liquor before i do wine probably really because i'll be like sure whatever let's let's just fucking have a weird let's have an experience for a moment i'm not i won't keep going but i'm like yeah fuck it you can or i'll be like sure i'll try a margarita today let's just see this let's yeah. experience margarita or I have I, like I've, 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 I've I think I've told you before I have like a checklist I've just kind of done one of a bunch of different things. Yeah. Like I think I've done, I've had Fireball whiskey, gross. And yeah, that's what everyone says apparently. Yeah. I've had like I've had a margarita. I've had uh, like a fruity rum like long drink thing. Where oh, okay, they, they do the tall drink full yeah. of like rum and fruit. And I actually I, I, I had that at I had what was called the fluffy at a Gabriel Iglesias uh, concert. 
Okay. I went to, I saw him and there was a the drink named after him and it was a rum fruit thing. And I just had that while I was there. The only one I really returned to ever is champagne where I was like, yeah, I like this. I like every part of the experience of this. Really? Yeah. You like champagne. Champagne tastes good. It feels all right to drink. Mm. And also I don't, I don't don't really react to it anyway. Well, it's mostly just, I prefer strawberry champagne over regular champagne, but they're both like, yeah, this is all right. And I'll have have mimosas. I mean, it's just bubbly water. (laughs) Yeah. I'm cool with having a mimosa where you mix uh, a champagne and orange juice. Yeah. Yeah. That, that the, this is the fringe that begins to appeal to me in this <laughs> world that I don't want to deal with. Uh, it's like how I don't give a shit about cars, but like I can appreciate a good air conditioner. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck even is that sentence? I mean, I, I care about whether the air conditioner works well in California in my car. Okay. Uh, my list of things I care about in my car is really small. <laughs> That's me with the, with the the alcohol world. And then just kind of zeroing in on champagne. All right. Individually. I'll, I'll, I'll guess I'll, that's fine. Although I did have my bravery juice. I had my dumb motivation thing where I... This is, this is a dumb thing, but I was... I, uh, when I was playing Outlast for the, the beginning of the channel, I had to motivate myself because it was getting to me. Oh, okay. Like the audio in particular, the audio design, playing, playing it full blast on my head. Like The audio design in particular was really effective on me. And like, I just did not like making those episodes hmm. and i just i had, I had to motivate myself and part of the ritual was i'd mix a uh, cran grape juice and coors light <laughs> i oh. don't even know why god what the <laughs> it fuck it was just a dumb thing i just made up that sounds awful it's it 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 mostly tastes like cran grape honestly <laughs> which is something that we just like to have in general yeah but coors light come on man <laughs> god my idea was that if i had some slight amount of alcohol i might be able to move forward i don't think it had any effective i think it was entirely a placebo effect on my ability to Yo, push forward one beer but isn't gonna do shit to you it was able to get me to move forward and record an episode like three times where i just did not want to <laughs> that was, <laughs> was my dumb motivation juice anyway the dead dog story was that we're at the winery not an actual winery but a wine location at yeah. Lodi because it definitely wasn't like fucking vineyards there i guess it's still a winery if it's not the vineyards because the vineyards are the vineyards and it's called different things whatever whenever we're here i have to entertain myself in these kinds of settings when you're at the vineyards, i don't give a shit about the core thing the thing is for yeah so sometimes i go sightseeing but when we're at a vineyard because there's sights to see there's no sights to see in lodi no but a vineyard is like a pleasant place to be in the middle of the day and there's a bunch of like picnic benches and you can get yeah. like, you can get like cheese and salami and shit it's a place to there's a few yeah. things i can like deal with yeah but when you're at a place that's just like a store in the middle of lodi you're like oh cool there's just fucking nothing so i'm looking at there's everyone sitting in a circle and tasting wine and shit like that and i just pick up the book that's on the middle of the table it's dogs of wineries it's the dogs of all the people who own the wineries in the united states basically it's like a bizarre it's thick by the way and it's just a photo of each dog and like this, this is their name and he's their age and a little blurb about them and it's just like a nice photo of a bunch of dogs and uh and like that's that's it it's just some cute idea somebody had as, yeah. a, as a gimmick thing to put on the tables of all these wine places and they like i'll make them i'll make a, a few bucks dogs off are this cute. idea Whatever. some guy was like oh this is a niche that i can that i can farm and they did uh then i look at the copyright date of the book uh-oh and I realize every dog in this book is dead. Oh no! Is <laughs> it like a ten-year-old book? It, it was like a fifteen-year-old oh, book. Oh no! And so you just realize this is a book. This is a dead dog diary. 
I think I actually told this story to your sister, and, and I think I told the story to you and your sister actually over here. I, I'm realizing now. Yeah, because oh, I, I found I had the dead dog diary, which is what I called it because it has great alliteration, and I and I, and I I made a point to share this with everybody else that I was there with because <laughs> this became my new source of entertainment. Is that I had this dead dog diary, which I guess is now the name of this podcast episode because <laughs> it dead dog it diary. perfectly supplements yeah. what we've been talking about all episode, which is not what I thought. It, Every episode, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Me neither. It's just a surprise. Surprise. Like, we had an episode called Roller Coaster Deaths. <laughs> we still haven't got to any questions. No. But the only... But that's the story of the Dead Dog yeah. Diary. And if you ever hear it mentioned in the future, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the only... The... <laughs> I've never had such a small piece of information in a book be so important yeah. as finding out the publishing date of the book and finding out that it's so old that every dog in it is dead. That's like an impressive feat to it's do, like, honestly. Oh, no. Some things just don't age well. Bill Cosby shows and the Dead Dog Diary. <laughs> I don't know if Bill Cosby shows don't age well. Do they not age well? Just because they he's don't a- age well because Bill Cosby is the central moral figure in all of them, and that really gets fucked up when you realize well, that he's Bill Cosby. I mean, someone wrote that, and for he's in him. jail for life now. Someone wrote his moral compass. Oh, we have ten but, minutes. Yeah, so for, uh, we have ten minutes. I'm gonna go on a tirade. I'm, all right. All right. We'll do questions next time, I swear. I promise. Yes. I'm so sorry. This kind of... This topic had legs. Yeah. About four. Yeah. <laughs> Until it didn't. <laughs> Oops. So... We didn't have any three-legged dog stories. I don't... I've never owned a three-legged dog. No. Those... They, three-legged dogs are badass. They are. I'm like, holy shit, look at them just... Go. Don't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, they just keep moving. Like, they are over it. <laughs> they are, yeah, they're like literally unstoppable machines. Um, so today, I... Uh, early this morning, I went to a funeral uh yes you did i did i found out about that on in route basically i was like i just like oh yeah you're like yeah i'm at a funeral today uh, i'll be I ready you I'll, last I'll be night like, ready like two or something no that was this morning no 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 i have i have the power let's I see i sent it to you last night i don't believe you you probably you probably think it's a morning because your ass probably checked it at like four in the morning i don't believe you I didn't send it to you I when I got up. I believe you. Are you going to actually check it? Yeah, 7.20 a.m. I thought I sent it to you beforehand. You sent it to me definitely today. Oh. <laughs> so, like, I think you sent it while you were there. I think you were at the funeral. I was, yeah. Being like, by the way, I'm at a funeral. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I, thought I, I thought I should tell you this before you show up at my house. Well, I mean, I I'm... figured you weren't awake at 7 in the morning. <laughs> uh, but the um so i had to go to, i had to go to funeral today and it was uh at a very fancy church that was attached to a school which is weird um but it is and so uh, i'm a little worried that the, about how this story started with i'm gonna go on a tirade so <laughs> and it's gonna be about somebody's dearly departed I'm like, where are we going with this here's the thing if you're gonna have a funeral, do you know the person that died? yes it's a family friend uh, Do you know them well, or uh, is it like kind of you're kind been, of along for the ride? They've been there in my entire childhood. Hmm. I've uh, they've been uh, they're they're like family friends that have been a part of my life for like ever because they're they're my grandparents' best friends. Like both of like my hmm. grandparents know have known them since school, and then their kids grew up with my parent, my mom, and so then they knew each other since they were born and then they knew me i mean they didn't really have here's a weird thing is like i 
my grandparents feel like such a weird like static fixture that just stays in one building forever that like I literally can't I don't think I've ever met one of their friends in my entire life. That's impressive. It's just we just visit my grandparents and they're just there being grandparents. Well, mine I mean mine <laughs> like, I never I, I yeah. literally can't imagine I actually struggle to imagine my grandparents having a full life and like what they do all day or what their, oh, yeah. what their life is like because they're like it's like visiting a museum. They just never change. They're in the same location and the same location feels the same with yeah. like all the same like port uh like pictures and shit on the walls and everywhere and all the same furniture and they're always in the same building. We always visit them there and like they it feels like a front. Yeah. It's, it actually it has this weird like artificiality to it where it's like like I love them and it's great and everything and we have dinner and we have conversations but it's like I literally can't imagine them doing anything else things. yeah because <laughs> i don't ever see it that's how my other grandma to be clear, they're in a house not a home like yeah they're it's their house but they're just but they're it's just never changing being yeah. married forever until they stop and i'm sorry for their loss <laughs> um but so i'm at the funeral it's a this fancy church and first off i mean <clears throat> what, what, what would the shame be of not being a fancy church I mean, I don't know. You could go to like a hobble. Uh, the, uh, I don't. I don't. I'm just thinking. Like, I, I feel like every church by design is fancy. No, they're not. Oh no, no. Are they not? No. Oh, it depends I, on what kind of church you're have going. You find to. your way into like like a wooden like mission somewhere or yeah. something. Oh, that's a. Uh, I guess I've only seen the fancy churches because I don't. I'm not a churchgoer. Yeah. So they take me to like the fancy, the ones. fancy ones. Because yeah. I've I've been through like three church processions. What do you call them? sermons sir is it just a sermon well the sermon is like when you or mass it's, i guess you could call it i would call it mass is when you I've stay been, for the whole thing that's I've like been on to, sunday I've, over the course of my entire life i've been to like three sundays so that's three masses where you're just there for yeah. like a while and it feels like time has stopped and you can't really tell how much time is passing yes or passing yeah and they're speaking in strange terms that are hard to even even though speaking in english it's like structured strangely to the point where i don't even want to put the effort into listening to it yeah and i just kind of sit there in my slightly nice clothes because i've never had actually nice clothes and just wait respectively because stuff is happening that other people care about and i'm i'm someone who will be respectful in those situations that is impressive but i'm just like how did i get how did i get stuck here i was literally on discord the entire i'll just be like how did i get stuck here today the uh but yeah, like I was I was on my phone the entire funeral because I was like, this is boring as shit. Like, fucking what a waste of time. Um, but what? Who am I going to offend? The dead person? They don't know it. They're dead. I mean, no one's surprised. No. No one's surprised to hear And no one's going to say anything to me. I mean, no one's going to be like, Andrew. No, I mean, out of our audience, no one's surprised oh, by your behavior. No. no one. Honestly, in my life, no one's even surprised by I mean, me. You almost threw a vending machine out of a window last time we went to an escape room. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> the uh, There was a real risk of that going I almost, something slightly differently and you having a different day as a result. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I went to another pizza place yesterday. And there was that machine again, and I was like, I can't go in there because it's gonna fucking screw me. I thought you actually. I thought you were to tell me a story where this escalated worse. No, no, I couldn't because it was like there was a whole thing. There were like some kind of there was a there was like a whole uh, charity going on there for like cancer raising. I was like, "Ah, I'm not gonna go and make a scene throwing machines around while people are trying to raise money for cancer. That's kind of fucked up, but um, even Andrew has standards. I do, I do have standards. I'm not gonna inconvenience a charity. 
I mean, that's, you know, unless it's like a shitty charity. Like You were the most confusing litmus test of, bizarre, <laughs> of like bizarre characteristics just shuffled together. Like you uh, and like I'm kind of used to it at this point, but, but we go on trips with other people and they get surprised by you because they know about all the shit like. Like they they're already conditioned by the to for to be ready for you to be the guy that's like on Discord at the funeral and shit like that. Yeah. But then you're like picking up litter from other people to throw away in parking lots, and I'm like, what are you? Are <laughs> you? And like Marty was just confused when by that behavior. What he thought I was just gonna like leave it there and kick it? Yeah. You no. Just, you found like a half full Coke. And just picked it up and threw it away. Yeah. From somebody else's litter. And you it's like, Andrew of all people. You shouldn't the- fucking litter, dude. I live here. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> it feels like, like so, it, it like it was kind of like, it, it, it's why it's one of the reasons why I was kind of looking forward to having you do the Pottermore test. Is just seeing what the fuck the internet tri- can make can make of you. Because like, you, 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 uh, Whenever you you feel like a like if you're like answering a question at the beginning of an RPG about what a character's personality is like, yeah. you would just pick random answers practically. Is what it feels like how you got Andrew. <laughs> and so like I was like I, I love the idea of finding out like we're both Ravenclaws and just on bizarre different takes on that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like and immediately I, I can see it, and of course you can see it because it's a fucking horoscope bullshit thing where yeah. you can retroactively come up with explanations for all of it. But it fits every. But it's just a perfect example of this weird nonsense. So, yeah, I mean that's true. That's my life. It's a weird <laughs> like hodgepodge of weird moral stances. Um, so I'm at the funeral, and uh, <laughs> you're like, "What are you gonna litter?" But also like, eh, let's just help a person cheat with their on, on their on their person they're coupled with. Who cares? Like, I don't feel bad. <laughs> Why would I feel bad? Exactly. I'm not being cheated on. like like, i'm not gonna be upset that someone else wants to cheat on somebody else it's not my problem what the fuck why why do i have to feel bad about the other person i don't like i if i know them i guess i could feel bad but like they're not my friend they're not my family i don't why am i gonna have any care about some random Uh, human on the street who is apparently not good enough of a person to keep their significant other around you have you have to play frostpunk and darkwood (laughs) I mean, Frostpunk's just going to literally be, like, We just need to see your standards applied. You've already... Because you've already played this War of Mine, right? Yeah. Although you could do a YouTube run. Because it does reshuffle and everything. Yeah. And just see what Andrew does in these situations. I was good! Does he strangle the old man and shoot his dog? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He has has stuff I need. That's what I always Um, felt uncomfortable about playing those games, is if you ever look on a wiki about them, you hear, like, you, you get distressing windows into strategies... But the whole point of those games is the is like the context of the, like the morality and not yeah. just the pure mechanical like optimization. See, I can't. So when you go into like a wiki, you just hear people talk like, "Oh yeah, if you if you strangle this old man and shoot his dog, you have a lot of early game resources." I'm yeah. like, "What the fuck are you talking?" See, that's the problem. I don't I don't <laughs> view a lot of games like that morally. I view it in a mechanical like that's efficient. Yeah, do it. Like if like Frostpunk is like, well, do you want kids to work? Yeah, it's efficient. Do it. Like, having kids work is more efficient. That's more hands working in the fields. And it's like, what if they die? I don't care. We will replace them. Like, I don't... Why do I give a shit about... Frostpunk's like your fantasy, because there's scenarios where you can just replace all the humans with machines. More efficient. Yes, And all the it. humans just sit there and live in houses. That's how it should be. As automatons just run everything. Yeah. That's kind of the goal of life. Any case, goddammit, I'm <laughs> talking about dead people. I'm making this podcast longer. So, so I'm sitting there... And first of all, I want to make a note that I don't know who invented the idea of carrying a fucking casket. It's stupid. 
There we Did you carry the casket? Yeah. We live in the f get a damn dolly. I'm not going to carry a fucking box with a dead person in it. It's stupid as shit. Roll the damn thing out there. A fucking stupid ass dead person. Uh, forward this to your family. That's fine. Do it. <laughs> I didn't f that's why I had my damn mom cremated, because I don't want your fucking stupid-ass body lugging around here. It's a pain in the ass. Turn it into dust. Throw it somewhere. It's easier. God damn it. Secondly, don't bury bodies. a waste of space. Fucking throwing wood in the ground, stupid asshole. Third... Part of me does like the idea of cremation, in, in part just because of the creepy concept of your body just being left... To rot? Like, well, like, just being left, like, unsupervised. Oh, yeah. Just you abandon this body, and, like... What animals or insects or nature elements eventually get to it over t like what? what not really, because you have all a bombing process. fluid in you, so it doesn't really taste good. Just I mean, just all the stuff that is like, it's just it's so much simpler to just be dust. <laughs> it's a lot more efficient and yeah. uh, eco-friendly to be dust, because then you're not wasting valuable land with dead corpses. There is definitely part of me that's like, what are we going to do with these eight billion dead people? Burn them. I'm just thinking like current population. Like, they're all going to be dead in 100 years. So, like, that's a, that's a lot of people that... That's a lot of bodies to have processed per century. You know what? Why We have a very good statistic for this. When we we're, had the Black we, Plague... We processed, like, 8 billion bodies per year. Yeah. But... That's but, weird to think... I mean, per, per century. Per century, yeah. But think about this. Fuck. But think about this, Keith. We had a giant plague that killed a couple million Was people. That, wasn't that half the population Half back the then? population. Because the population was just shockingly small. And you know what we did with them? Burned them all. You don't see like a giant fucking field in Europe full of Black Plague victims. Because we burned them all. You know why? Because a million people to bury is a lot of fucking people. No one wants to deal with that shit. Europe didn't want to lose a lot of land. Who's going to take that, I mean, France? they didn't cremate them. No, they put them in a piles and burned them all and hoped yeah. for the best. Well, you're, well, you're, what you're talking about there is a mass grave, ultimately. Not... Okay. not like... Deary. Cremation. Let me where, be honest you, with you. Where you. Like, they didn't skip the process of burying people ultimately no but i want you to be aware that cremation isn't your you're not getting the dust of your family member no but cremation does destroy the body yeah like i, I know there's the whole thing about like whether or not you're actually getting the right ash and you're stuff not like that but I, i'm saying like it, it destroys the body even the bones and everything it's all yeah. just like it's gone but the temperatures they would have been burning bodies at in like the black plague would not destroy the entire body. Well, no. So but like a burial still occurs, eh. or you have a giant lump of death. Well, it's just it's just kind of mush and, and so bone. Like, they're not really. What you're saying here is not an example that actually undoes. It doesn't actually change your thing you're arguing for because they still buried them all. It's just eh. they burned them first, which was to get rid of the plague. <laughs> well, fine. Okay, mass graves I will accept. Just as long as you're throwing all the bodies into one hole. But I'm not going to have individual holes for Let's people. Let's move forward with your other grievances about funerals case, before the, we start the, the advocating real, war crimes. The real, the, real cri or the real grievance I have with funerals is that when they take place in churches, it's never a funeral. It's a fucking sales pitch. And I hate On it. On Christianity? Yes. Oh. Okay. And I it was is, like, it I'm is like the, are they selling their membership? Oh, their membership's Christianity. It's the weirdest <laughs> disrespect I have ever encountered that people are happy about are the other people there religious yes and they're just like oh that's great that's great no it's not first off this person this per one of the lines that this fucking asshole said was like and then they go to jesus and then jesus rose was oh only one guy gets to rise was my the, family member's dead was what the person dead yes was a dead person was a dead person religious yes 
It's, it's all to be expected. No, I guess. that's still not the point. It'd the be point... weird if like I died and they were like recruiting for Christianity at my funeral. They are. That, that would be, that would be like some creepy stuff, like being picketed by the Westboro Baptist Church at your funeral, where it's but, like it just. But that's the point really I'm saying. Weird is that shit unrelated to your death has happened. But the thing is that everyone there, because it's not just family at that funeral. It was mm-hmm. friends and family. They're not all religious. Mm-hmm. So the entire funeral. But I still think it's acceptable to going pitch. to the funeral of. Somebody who is religious to have to just kind of put up with some religious stuff. Yes, the, you can. Because de- the funeral is supposed to be about the dead person. Yeah, and I'll and accept family. something stupid like, oh, they're going to sing hymns or, or you know, someone's going to throw fucking water on a casket. You can't baptize wood. The, uh, that literally happened. The guy took a thing and started flinging water on a casket. And I was like, she's inside the casket, you fucking idiot. You can't baptize wood. I don't think it's supposed to be a. Baptism. It is. It's it's actually holy water, and it's saying like I am baptizing you. Are they as baptizing if... it, or just supposed to be like cleansing it, or something? No, like the was... cleansing is for the the smoke, because they no, have like incense. No, no, I mean like I think the holy water might just be like a blessing, not literally baptism. Well, he said it was baptism. Did he say baptism? Yeah, right. he was well, like. I, I guess I don't even know what baptism means generally. It means you're. I know there's like a coming of there's like a thing you do. Like it's, it's a related, rebirth. It's, I know there's the whole like yeah, there's rebirth that affects how sin works when you're a baby and shit like yeah. that. But I, I don't know the context of a baptism at the end of your life. You like, have I to don't... drown the sin out of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the distressing implication at times. And then cut but, your uh, dick off. <laughs> I mean, like I don't know the context for the baptism of like what like what its what its further purposes are or it's... why you would do it at a funeral. I. But I'm sure somebody will be happy to point us out via. There's there's people that basically just watch this podcast with with Wikipedia open sometimes and just are fact-checking us. In any case, it's a really dumb thing. But the idea is that, like, when you're sitting there and you're listening to it, a lot of the the sermon, and this is not the first time I've been to a funeral, and it's not the first time it's been a fucking Catholic funeral, the problem is that you sit there and the people will, usually the, uh, the priest, will give you this fucking sermon. I literally don't know if I've been to a funeral. Really? I don't know if I've been to a funeral. I've been to four. Or even a wake. I've been to four funerals in my life. I haven't even lost a grandparent yet. That's impressive. I Well, yeah, I've lost two. Like, I still have... But all I didn't my, go to their funerals. I still have all my grandparents. There's no point. And one of them's going to have a fucking annoying funeral, I'll tell you that. Yeah. The Seventh-day Adventist. I'm going to have to go to a Seventh-day Adventist funeral. Good luck with that! It's going to be long! <laughs> I mean, a Catholic one is like an hour and a half. If the wife goes first, I'll have to go to two Seventh-day Adventist funerals. <laughs> I just... Like, I encounter religious people in my life. Just hope, they're, just hope they got, they go at the same time, so I it's just, just one funeral. I just... Really, I, I encounter... Or, or find out they're right, and they're actually immortal, and then they just never die. Oh, God. They have all these dietary things that are supposed to make them basically immortal, and it's just... And they treat cancer by praying, and there's all this shit that I'm like, you are hurting people uh but like they're so preachy and so pushy in a way that like no other religious person in my life has ever been. oh yeah and i'm just like you oh jesus i just don't like visiting them because <laughs> they try to convert me every single time and it's like I, jesus go stop no literally, jesus literally needs, literally jesus needs literally, literally going. jesus stop <laughs> jesus stop stop jesus stop 
<laughs> but no, like the guy was sitting there in this, like just giving a sermon. He's saying like, this is why we come to mass every Sunday is so we can be clear of our sins so we can go to heaven. Oh, at he's the like end reminding of you you can die at any time, he, like almost like an yes. insurance salesman. He's like basically fucking threatening you that he, if you don't come oh, to yeah. church every Sunday, then you're going yeah, to die and not yeah. go to heaven to see this dead family member you love so much. And I'm like, are you holding a dead person's soul hostage right the now? The amount of anxiety that has been given to children by those kinds of talks is like the worst, so uh, it's almost abuse the worst part it's is almost abuse how had, like how that actually like oh terrifies yeah. children oh yeah and, and the, whereas all their parents are all like jaded and used to all this and aren't even actually thinking about what's being said no. anymore and the children are like am i gonna die and go to hell if i die on a tuesday and like it's like jesus christ you just you can't unload this on six-year-olds you gotta stop the worst part was is that well there's two worst parts one is that the that family sent their children to a religious school which is an egregious thing to ever do fuck you you terrible human beings secondly uh the they brought the fucking kid school choir in to sing at the funeral i was like i did their parents approve of them showing up at a fucking funeral for some random person oh somebody else's funeral they're just random kids just at gotta, some random person's him, funeral. Just gotta get them used to death early. And they're sing, they're listening, they're here while all these people are crying for a dead body they don't even know, and they're singing songs to the dead body, basically, trying to help it go to wherever the fuck it goes. I don't know, fucking hell. Did you, did you ask and, him to do Thriller? <laughs> no, but they did sing Over the Rainbow at the end, which was requested by the person, which I said, that's not a religious, why the fuck did you... <laughs> Who was it requested by? The person who died. Well, that's fine. What? How? I don't what? understand your objection. I really I don't. One, get it. you don't get any choices. You're dead. Two, the fucking. Why would you have children sing over the rainbow at your funeral? That's kind of fucked up. It's a, it. Why would you have that? Why what would you, you have what? that song sung by children at your funeral? That's are, an awful thing to do to children. Articulate. Over the like, rainbow. What are you talking about? Over the rainbow is like a depressingly about? sad song. Yes, that you would want bright, hopeful children to sing to your dead corpse. Yeah, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You're an have awful you ever, person. Have you seen the live performance of that song, like from the the original artist, like live performance. The the big guy, or no? You're no. talking about uh, the yeah yeah I know what you're talking. Or she's like legitimately crying yes. because her life is literally hell, and yeah. then she ends up killing like a, herself after that performance. Yeah, super yes. soul crushing performance of that song. Yeah, that's that's fucking that's brutal. Well, when you're like basically abused in the Hollywood industry, and then you're like sitting there, basic, you're kind of like a show monkey on that, performance. That, there's a lot of sad history with that person. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a whole internet rabbit hole I went down because of the one time that Get Happy was on House. <laughs> Oh, and I looked into Get Happy, and then I'm like, oh, it's the same person that originally made Over the Rainbow, and like I kept getting further into that stuff, and I was like, oh no, yeah, she, it's the same girl who played Dorothy and, uh, in Wizard uh, of Oz, Judy Garland. Julie Garland. There we go. I, I had to get her name right. She went through a bothering me hell of a time. Yeah, uh, when she was doing Wizard of Oz, she was not allowed to like eat. She had to do drugs to like keep herself thin. Uh, she went. She had to deal with a lot of sexual like uh, molestation and assault. Um, she basically didn't get really paid that well. Everyone kind of hated her. She then went on to do Broadway, but everyone was just like, yeah, you're that girl from the Wizard of Oz. And no one really took her that seriously. And everybody wanted her to sing the fucking Over the Rainbow song. So, 
eventually she just killed herself because why bother and so that was really sad and everybody's like oh the tragedy i was like you are all the reason she died why are you sad <laughs> like you can't be sad if you're pushing a person off a cliff oh they died <laughs> like you can't what the fuck kind of like i don't know i just i'm imagining a serial killer's like sad as they're stabbing someone's heart they're like how come you're dying it's like literally you why are you you can't cry you killed them you can't be sad about murder, but I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. But in any case, don't don't have funerals in Catholic churches because that's fucked up. Uh, they shouldn't be using your death as a means to gain more profit, and that's not okay. And I don't know why other people think it's okay. Um, Is that your doorbell? No, it wasn't. But uh, he's just insane. But he. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but well known insane person shadow. Yeah, but it was very. It was like I, I, because I was sitting there and I was like texting and I was chatting and then I was like took a second. I was like, wait, is this guy like pitch, pitching Christianity to me? Is he like trying to get me to, get me to come back next week for a service in the middle of someone's death? And then like yeah, then he said the line of like. It's like, oh, well, you never know when you're going to... I was like, wait, are you threatening me now that, like, I might die when I leave this funeral? And if I didn't come to church, I might not go to heaven? What the fuck is this shit? I was like, this is the most There's There's a weird context of, like, yeah, in a way, on some level, there is almost like a... It's it's almost like the priest equivalent of, like, closing out the funeral with, like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. Like... Yeah, that's basically what it is. This is my job, and I need to maintain a viewership, or this doesn't work for me. The worst thing. thing, too, is I fucking hate that they have these priests who are not people that are, like, actually important to the person who died. They're usually, like... They're, yeah, they know them. Like, oh, they're people that came to my church or whatever. Ah, fuck it. I don't... Yeah. But they, they act... They always go through these stories. Well, there was a person at your door. They just walked away. Uh, well, goodbye then. Um, <laughs> there was... Uh, there's... There's always, like, the... Uh, they waited for a while, too. I think they wanted to see you. I don't know who it was. I don't know. They just walked away to the side, to the right now. They're fine. The, um... That wasn't just a package delivery. No, the, uh... What's it called? Um... What's it trying to say? Fuck. Oh, they always give these speeches. They give these really awkward speeches where they try to act like they've been best buddies with this one of thousands of random people that show up to their church every fucking week. And they're like, I remember when blah, blah, blah did that. I was like, you don't remember fucking shit because you pro-. like he, he took him a second to remember both her name and her age. He was like, today we're here for. And he kind of like looked at the fucking casket and it was like. Maybe it's so and so, and I was like, "Did you just excuse me? Did you just forget the name of one of your fucking followers?" Maybe they uh, had stage fright. No, I remember once I went to do a presentation in front of my college class for public speaking, and uh, I just forgot Kurt Cobain's name, who was the subject of the entire talk. Good job. And it just—I literally had been practicing for the last three hours, and the name just vanished from my brain. The moment I stood up there, I don't. I, which is great. I see great feeling. That's the thing. I don't really care because you're a person, an average person who's just giving. I've an also average forgotten speech. your face. You, I've also forgotten your name to your face before. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. People do that often. Um, <laughs> but like this guy is a presenter. Every week he goes and lies to people out of by reading stories out of a book, and it's like you can't. You can't even remember the name of one dead person who comes in, but you can remember the name of every stupid fucking apostle that happened. That's the that's one thing that bothers me a little bit is just the 
It's like the, insincere. The, the personal nature of do, having like a factory funeral. Yeah. Of going to like the funeral location where the funeral man will funeralize you as opposed to like, you know, going to a place that matters to you or not necessarily. You don't want to like, like I really like this Applebee's. I'll have my funeral here. <laughs> just yeah. drag the body. In. No, but I mean like having just being surrounded by the people that care about you and having them have the funeral. Yes. As opposed to like some dude like you're getting married. Yeah. Like 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 that. that like that, for, that has, it's like a service industry of your of of your death. final yes. uh, the, the final thing about your life happening. I mean, it, like for for when I when I did my mom's funeral, I we had to do it at a church because there's like really nowhere else to do it. But at the church, I was like super specific. Where I was like, I'll do it here, but you do not get time to sermon at people because I don't believe your shit. And I don't care if she believed your shit because she's already dead. So she already got her free ticket. So she's already out of here. You don't need to sermon her to get her to heaven. She's already there theoretically. So the only person you're sermoning is because you want to fucking sell something and fuck you. And so the person got five minutes to read a, a, po- a poem out of the book or what. I don't know fucking whatever the Bible's full of. He got to read a thing out of the Bible and that was it. Because he started doing the thing where he's like, and now we're going to sing. I was like, no, 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 we're not singing shit. We're not singing shit. We're not doing religious shit. We're not here for the fucking fake deity of God you fucking preach to people. We're here because a dead person we needs to be cherished for being dead. That's all we're here for. We're not here for whatever the fuck this building is for. Jesus Christ. Fucking <laughs> God damn it. So, uh... You but, send questions to sit and, cut, sit and discuss podcast at gmail.com. I... We'll probably get to the next week unless somehow we introduce a topic five seconds into the podcast that somehow no goes continuously. I swear we're hours, getting the fucking questions happens. tomorrow. We'll just have to open with a question without talking yes. about anything, and then yes. nothing can take take root. Yes. Uh, let us know if this was the podcast that finally pissed you off. So far, we've been doing great, but I, I keep I, 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 this might be the one. If it is, <laughs> you say that every week. I don't know. We advocated mass graves and. Called pre-salesman. No, I didn't so advocate we'll see, mass we'll graves. We'll I how this one goes. I'm advocating cremation. Not go away. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> Unless you're religious and go away forever. I edited out the spoilers, <laughs> but not any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs>